listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Are you ready to witness greatness? NFL fans, welcome to the largest tailgate party in the nation. Let's go! This is a day same recipe. Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks. We're setting you up with the information you need to watch your team win. Victory is the end game. We're here to break it all down. Let's go, let's go. This is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. Now, we're live from your tailgate. Here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz, and sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome in here. Hope you're having a happy Sunday morning. The divisional round of the playoffs. Roll on with the marquee matchups. Get you all set for that. I hope you're ready for Dwight Freeney-like ankle updates all week about Patrick Mahomes. You might want to get a... I want to get settled in because it's going to be a lot coming your way. New users, download the BetMGM app today and use code COUNTDOWN for a special offer. That's code COUNTDOWN in the BetMGM app. Fellas, good morning to you. We'll start there. The Chiefs get the win, but Patrick Mahomes, the ankle injury, he gutted it out. The Chiefs survived 27-20. to 20. It's a reminder for me, you know, we talk about the X factor in football a lot, like the turnover battle, that... The real X factor is injuries. Because think of the games yesterday. Jalen Hurts, we didn't know how healthy he was going to be. Looked pretty good, all things considered. And then Patrick Mahomes goes down, and who knows what his status is going forward. The real X factor, it's a reminder, it's injuries in football. Good morning, everyone. It absolutely is. Um, and uh, we will talk all about that. I hope you guys had a, had a good Saturday. We'll have a good Sunday today. Um, it is it is always the X factor, right? I mean, if you look at at this time of the year, you know, most often the team who is the the healthiest is the one in the Super Bowl, right? And we've seen that so many years now, um, and it continues to be the case. If you look at at the six teams still left, I would imagine they're six of the most healthiest teams that are, that are still left, right? Um, and we saw yesterday with Mahomes' ankle, um, you know, that you know for a little bit of time looked like the Chiefs were in trouble, and I would argue even when he came back in the game, it looked like for a while they were in trouble before he kind of figured out how to play. On that, on that bum ankle. But look, adrenaline is a heck of a drug. Uh, vitamin T, which I'm sure he had a, a with the legal amount um, that was allowed to be given to a player um, in the locker room at, at, at halftime, and uh, he sucked up. Look, generational players can play through injuries; other players cannot. Right? It's that simple. You know, he's able because of his physical gifts and his mental toughness to play through injuries that other guys cannot play through. He's one of those guys. That is what he can do. Um, it makes him special. It makes him different. And we saw yesterday that performance, especially in the fourth quarter on that, on that last drive to go ahead by 10, the special plays he can make even when he is hurt. And he found a way. He didn't play great in the third quarter when he came back into the game. Wasn't, wasn't, wasn't that great. Uh, but he figured out a way to make it work. Obviously, that touchdown pass at the end of the game, um, you know, found, I, I think it was MVS in the back of the end zone. It's just special, man. He's a special football player, and he showed yesterday what he's made of. And if you're a Chiefs fan, look, all week, 
he's going to play. Put it like that. Um, it's a matter of how mobile he will be, how effective he can be, and then obviously what a defense might try to do against him on Sunday to test his ankle. Morning, guys. Boy, who didn't think they were in a lot of trouble when Mahomes when when they showed the video of when he when he actually uh, you know got hurt there? Who didn't think? Well, I thought oh, it was so. It's I thought over. it was broken. So I texted you guys. I, yeah. think, I, I think at the time. So oh, yeah, you I, did. You, you said I broke my ankle uh, twice. Um, the first time, a lot worse than that. The second time was sort of like what I thought he, he did. We fractured his, his fibula is what I thought he did, um, which is the outside non-weight-bearing bone, which happens a lot when you have a high ankle sprain. You can have that happen on the outside, the non-weight-bearing bone. Um, and... I, uh, and that, because the way he was hobbling around, typically when you, if you, if you have a high ankle sprain, after a couple hobbles, you kind of like figure it out. Like you just kind of like, yeah, you bounce back. But then he was like trying to hand the ball off and he was hobbling to hand the ball off and like it wasn't getting better. And that's why I thought it was broken because when I broke my leg the second time, I broke my leg, I had a plate in my leg and I broke my leg above the plate. So I got hit and my, my, bone broke above the plate and I was like okay like I I was like ah, it kind of hurts and I thought it was like a calf strain and I was like okay I'm gonna try to go back in the game I was going for the sidelines and I was about to go back in it just kept getting worse and worse and worse I was like this is not normal it's not like what it and that's what it looked like to to me with Mahomes it kept kind of got worse and worse and worse and then his reaction on the sidelines of like I'm not like the reaction of I don't want to go in the back because I know if if I go in the back I'm not coming back in. That's what it, that's what I thought it looked like as a former player who's been in that spot before. If I go back and we do X-rays or we take the tape off, I'm not coming back in the game. Like I, I know I've been I'm an athlete. I get it, and that's why I thought he broke it. Now the X-rays are negative, so that's a huge plus. It's great he can play next week, but I thought he broke it, and that's why I thought they had no chance. Once I found out it was negative. I thought obviously they had a chance, but the Chad Henney drive, he had 98 yard touchdown drive, man. I was like, oh, maybe the Chiefs are okay in this game. They, they would not have beaten the Bengals or the Bills next weekend with Chad Henney. But in this game, they could have beaten Jacksonville, I think, I think, with Chad Henney in the game. What did, uh, did it come out actually that, what's actually wrong with him? I'm sorry, guys, it's a, I don't it's know. A high, it, um, it's a high ankle sprain. So a high ankle sprain, that's something you can come back from, though, in, in a week, right? And still be close to 100%? No, or, no, 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 no. Wrapped he, up? He, no? No, he will not be 100%. Um, okay. No, no, I said close to, I didn't know. Like, no, you know, I don't think he, he'll be even close. I, I, I think up, what we'll I mean, see is basically yeah. what we saw yesterday. And probably a little bit. You know, there was the, the throws he had the hardest time with were those throws to the edge where he had to kind of plant off his right foot. Yeah. Those will probably be a little bit better crack, but I don't think we're going right. to get much more than because look, there's there's a adrenaline part to this, right? Like there is a, a fa- like so. I remember, uh, I hate being ex player guy, but as I actually am, like talking like this. But you know, so you would play a game, obviously, right? And you would have so much adrenaline, you would feel almost nothing. Even if you didn't get hurt, okay? And let's say the game was at 1 p.m. Eastern, okay? I'm playing for the Giants. 1 p.m. Eastern, we play the game, and I'm I'm fine. Like, I don't really get hurt. You know, normal bumps and bruises. I go home. I go to dinner. I'm enjoying myself at night. And then it's like 10 o'clock at night. I'm sitting in bed. And, like, everything just hits you, like, all at once. And you're sitting there, like, in your bed, and, like, you're just – you're wired, but you're sort of, like, in this, like, your pain kind of hits you all at once. And, like – you just kind of just sit there. You can't sleep. 
and everything kind of just like creeps in, all the pain kind of creeps in from the game. Like it just kind of the adrenaline eventually wears off, and so he can play through that on Sunday. The question is now, how does he recover to get ready to play next Sunday, knowing that the swelling is going to increase? His lack, he's gonna the lack of mobility. I mean, if you saw, you watched him on Sundays, he'd stop. He didn't sit down because he knows if he sits down, he, he's got to keep the ankle moving. He's got to stay up on his feet. Like he knew what he had to do to keep his body going in in that moment. Well, now he's gonna have. He's gonna spend the night in his bed tonight, right? Obviously, he's, he slept, so his ankle mobility is gonna get worse. So there's a lot to do to get ready to play next Sunday. He will get. He will play next Sunday. But the question is the mobility. What can they do in this eight days? And the, the extra day is helpful. He gets one extra day now because he played on Sunday, on Saturday to play on Sunday and be the best he can be. That was the crazy thing was to see Mahomes struggle to throw a screen pass. You know, like, yeah, he, had, he short hopped a screen pass. And it's just, it's freaky to see that and to not be able to buy time and make special plays. We always talk about the off script plays with Mahomes, and he's magical. And to see him not have that ability to do so, like you said, Jeff, it was enough to get by the Jags. But the winner of this game between the Bengals and Bills, man, they're in a. A much more favorable position with Mahomes being hobbled than if Mahomes is full strength. That's the most obvious takeaway from the game as you can get, but it's true. And I don't know, you know, Chad Henney had a nice drive, but completed a couple of outs, and then it was Pacheco with the 40-yard run right around there. I don't know why Pacheco doesn't get more touches. That guy is (laughs) such a violent runner he had 12 carries for 95 yeah. yards why is Jarek mckinnon getting yeah. 11 carries yeah. give some of those so, to pacheco good point. good point frank so the way that that andy reed does his running back reps um is it's it's this is why i tell you this all the time when we talk about props on sundays why i would never bet kansas city chiefs running back props and you know they might hit every now and then I would never do it because I, I guarantee you, and I know that crack. You bet I believe Jeremy McKinnon unders yesterday, right? Is I had unders every, on everyone yesterday. Right. My is God, everyone, I had like is everyone 17, 17 props I bet under yesterday. I think. It's because everyone I, I would imagine bet Jared McKinnon overs because he's been he's been on fire, scoring touchdowns, receiving all those things. And Jacksonville did a very specific thing yesterday to 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 mitigate the Chiefs using their backs out of the backfield. We can talk about that at some point, but. Um, is is that the Chiefs, they rotate. Like, that's what they do. They never have one, since Jamal Charles left and Kareem Hunt left, that they, they never had, like, a bell cow. They, they, that's not what they do. They just kind of, like, rotate, you know, and I think with Pacheco's fumbling issues this season at times, they're like, yeah, we're not going to use him at the end of the game. Because <laughs> remember, he fumbled in this game in Week 10 as well. And I think at times they're like, you know what, we're just going to, McKinnon doesn't fumble, we're just going to use him. But, yeah, Pacheco's the, the, the angrier runner to steal uh, Kyle Brandt's line there. Like, he's the angry runner of the two. But I think they just go with committee. And that's why I tell you guys all the time, like, Chiefs running back props are so hard to wager on because um, you just don't know who's who's getting the ball in, in any point in the game. And they rely on their offensive line. And, you know, and, and I think rushing the ball at times is an offensive line stat, right? And so – but Pacheco, to me, is the better runner and – I'm with you, Brian. I would play him more often in those in those must run situations. 
Yeah. I will have a yeah. lot of unders just to let you know from here forward. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I mixed in a good amount of overs this year, but yesterday was all unders. I don't think I had a single over yesterday. You picked the props. right day, crack. Because yeah, no, last yesterday weekend, was a good day. I had a yeah. nice day yesterday. Super wild card um, weekend. There were a lot of points. Yesterday, yeah. not as much. Now, it was a good day for under you know, as far uh, as props. Uh, the, by the way, before we get Jason coming on here in the next hour, uh, boy, the books got That's, killed got yesterday. yesterday. I see a giant smile smoked. on your face crack, you know? I well, just, no. I, listen, see, they've won I, all I year. I don't want to hear right anything. There. Yeah. I, I, the books I, got killed. I see wisdom teeth uh, with that smile over there, crack. Man, I'm going to – I got the bucket out. I mean, it's somewhere. I got double buckets in the house. I'm going to go around <laughs> later on connecting, collecting for the uh, – <sighs> you know, I mean, you know – it, that's another thing to have buddies that came in town this weekend. I almost have to pinch myself and say, wow, what a difference. Now, you guys are much younger than me, so I don't know if you know it. or I don't, I don't know even know if you even know what goes on in a place like Vegas here on, on a Sunday. So they come in, and they're trying to get seats. On Friday, they want to reserve the seats for, for Saturday and Sunday in the sports books. I, I, there's not many sports books in this town that doesn't charge you, you know, 500 bucks to sit down, $1,000 for a couch. I mean, it's unbelievable. You have to pay to watch the games. Like where we went, a couple of different sports books we were at, guys, in Cincinnati and Biloxi, uh, you could see you could just walk in and watch the game. Vegas has uh, learned to uh, capitalize on this legal oh, yeah. sports betting frenzy. Everyone coming into town and having fun, drinking with their buddies. I mean, literally, you go to a place like one of the, one of the new spots, or you go to Caesars or Circa or something, it's, they generate six figures in revenue selling seats. And uh, just just to watch the games in their sports book, which a few short years ago was free. Just, you know, listen, I know I'm the cynical guy that has to point out these kind of things. I'm the aggravated gambler. It's what I really am. I used to write a column <laughs> under that. That really <laughs> aggravates me. Um, that aggravates me. great that, name. The aggravated yeah. I gambler. I used to write a column under I, the I aggravated gambler. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the books did get slightly lucky with them home and injuries. I feel like the Chiefs would have covered that game if he doesn't get hurt. I mean, right? Like that, the Chiefs were the better team. Oh, yeah. And, think, yeah. you know, I, I, had, I, had, I had said this week, I like the Chiefs over the 31 points. Uh, they scored 27 with the backup quarterback having to play one full drive, basically, and Mahomes coming out in the third quarter and looking not like himself. They would have scored a lot of points if he was healthy yeah. um, in that and then we could talk about the the second game. I don't often get games exactly right, guys, but I got that game uh, exactly. You were on that right. one. No, yeah. no, no you, you had a big day. You had a big yeah. day. I expected something different to see you today. I don't know. I expected a gleam, and I don't know, just maybe a giant. I mean, I, There's I, a gleam, I, the Marty Schottenheimer. There's a gleam, man. Yeah, it's about Schwartz now. If Mahomes had been healthy, I would have nailed both games. I mean, I basically. I called the Chiefs to win. I mean, look, that wasn't a hard game. They were nine and a half point favorites, but the the night game was like, guys. Maybe we can come back and talk about that one. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to steal. Jeff, Jeff, let me ask you real yes. quick though. When I, because I didn't realize you had the over on the team total. So when I send you, because I send you guys a ton of props. Yeah, yesterday, I was like, oh, I'm screwed. I send you under. Do do you yeah. get off your bet or do you say, no. oh God, no? I said I, screw crack. I'm gonna I'm gonna win anyway. And by the way, by the way, <laughs> if Mahomes doesn't go down, you win. 
I, yeah, I, I actually, know. Yeah. I actually well, got lucky. I mean, yeah. I, I actually, I should, should I ask my book to avoid that pick? Because uh, they should. Know, they should give so you a courtesy. Ask. Yeah, some courtesy yeah. because that, that's what we're doing now, right? We're avoiding. They're doing that now. In, some of the places mid, do that mid now. Mid-game. We're avoiding mid-game. pops mid-game yeah. now. Yeah, okay. That's right. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's bad. We, uh, that, 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 there's a channel for that. Not on this one, probably. <laughs> yeah, you know, like I had uh, <sighs> Kings and uh, Philly in-game over last night, and Harrison Barnes missed the first of three free throws down by three. That bet should be voided. It screwed up the over right there. Yeah. You know, he should have hit that yeah. free throw. Yeah, be, 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 it should be done. Um, no, I, I was like, oh, man. I, I thought like, oh, man, crack. Oh, geez. It's like the like, first time I sent a team total all year. I know. Uh, I, I, it was the first wager I made this week. I would Look, if Mahomes was healthy, I would have hit that. It, it yeah. happens. What are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. We are off and running. We've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran. Bill Krakenberger, sports handicapper from CrackWins.com. I'm Brian No. Coming up next, the crash landing of the playoffs. And also... Is it the second straight week of a bad opponent making the winner look better than they are? We'll dive into that as well. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Welcome to the biggest tailgate party in the nation. You're locked into Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Touchdown! And it's presented by BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz, and sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. It is Fox Sports Radio's countdown to kickoff, presented by BetMGM. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. All right, we got a hit on this Philly win. Philly smacking around the Giants 38-7. to Eagles rushed for 268 yards. Brian Dable, the head coach of the Giants, said it was a crash landing in the playoffs, which was a very good description. Danny Dimes turned into Danny Pennies. I like the under, his uh, passing total, he was nowhere near. 135 passing yards and a pick, but it's all about Philly. And the thing I wonder, Philly looked great. That was an outstanding performance by their offensive line. But I just wonder, for a second straight week, how the Giants looked a lot better than they were offensively against the Vikings' horrible defense. I just wonder how good the Eagles look offensively next week because whoever they face, Cowboys or the Niners, that is going to be a heavyweight prize fight. And those defenses are going to perform a lot better than the Giants did last night. Well, sure. But but guys, I mean, the Eagles are built in the trenches. Like the reason why I like this, the Eagles to win this game so much. I bet the Eagles first half. I bet them second. I bet them a full game. Um, I bet the 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 Daniel Penny's under. Um, that we joked about in our text messages. Um, I, I told you guys on Sunday. I uh, like the Eagles uh, to blow out the Giants. Is the when you are built in the trenches, and yes, the Eagles have Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown, all these, but they're built in the trenches, right? Offensive defensive line is what they do best. 
you're never coming out flat off a bye, right? Because those guys are ready to play football. They're ready to beat someone up at the line of scrimmage. And that carries each week. So now they're going to play someone next weekend. I think the 49ers who can match them on the defensive line. Now the Niners offensive line is not what the Eagles are on their offensive line, but yeah, they're not going to run for 264 yards, but they're going to be competitive against whoever they play because they're good in the trenches. Now, last night was very simple, guys. It was a team that is much better than another team. It was like, it's not that hard. I, I, I do not know why, like, <laughs> why, why we do this sometimes. I know that we get wrapped up in storylines, right? The Giants are a great story. They're well coached. Yes, well coached. Agreed. They're they're underdogs. Yay, underdogs. Woo! They won a playoff game against a bad Vikings team. Like God, we have so many better ways to evaluate teams now than their records. I know it sounds weird to be like 13 and 14. We I know we guys, they were 27th in efficiency. Like we had better ways to evaluate teams. Minnesota's not very good. They kind of they had a year. The Packers were down. The Lions started slow. The Bears stunk. The Vikings just kind of like got there, and the the Eagles are just better. They're better, and they they blew the Giants out. It was going to happen. It happened. By the way, is is Daniel Jones still getting forty million dollars a year? Is that like a are we are we doing that still, or is that like a thing that that's not happening now, Brian? Not not a that? great uh, not a great performance last night. No. If you're thinking about so, backing up the Brinks truck, the Giants are just not as good, and that's fine. But he, I say this all the time, guys. Good teams, great teams, elite teams. Blow out bad football teams. And the Eagles dominated a poor football. It doesn't mean the Giants aren't going to be good next year. It doesn't disqualify what they did this season. But the Giants are not good. Okay? And the Eagles blew out a team that is inferior to them. And crack, that's what they should do. They should beat a team like the Giants when they're off a bye at home like they did last night. Well, listen, you know, the, the, uh, well, first, the Giants have played well down the line here, and, and, and the Eagles have played kind of poor down the, the, the line. But then but again, the hurt. quarterback was out. I understand Hurts was out. I understand that Minshew was in. Uh, but they just looked a little susceptible, and they, they, they you know, bring on the kryptonite. And, and uh, the, the, the Eagles really showed how strong of a team they really may be going into the next week. Let me just tell you something. I'm around a lot of sharp guys, a lot of sharp groups I talk to every week. And uh, the two groups that are their winning groups, both, both have San Fran winning the Super Bowl, both of them. Mm. And they have like this next week's game when if San Fran wins today, yeah. it's nothing. This, is, this should be easy. Yeah. It's not going to be easy. And I'll yeah. probably have the Eagles in that game. And I don't do a lot of sides, but Eagles, you know, Eagles in this particular situation. Let me tell you, the link Man, we've talked hard about it all season. You know, I have a lot of experience. I fly into Philly all the time. I'm flying into there for the Super Bowl. Um, uh, the, the link is just a place of uh, – I'll literally say it's probably the toughest place. You know, one thirty in the afternoon yesterday, my boys called me from the parking lot, two guys, and said, man, we wish you were here. You know, because I'm, I'm usually there, by the way, this time of the year, this round of the playoffs, I'm usually in Jersey, in the, uh, New York, Philly. And um, – 1.30, and I'm like, it's 1.30. The game's 8.30. These guys were, uh, yeah, okay, I'll say it. They were hammered. 
1.30. What's going to happen at 8.30? Thank God the Eagles well, won the game like they did. It might have been trouble over there in South Philly from, for some uh, Eagles fans, for, for some Giant fans. Let me tell you something. Was, yeah. I seen Giants jerseys. What ballsy guys. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. I seen some Giants jerseys. Yeah. In, 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 I almost said the vet. In the link? The vet. Oh, my the vet, God. Well, the how brazen been, they are. The vet. There were no Giants jerseys at the vet. Well, did you hear last <laughs> night the reason why they were there so early to tailgate because there was a, yeah. la- a lacrosse game. That's so right. for, for those who, are, who who do not who do not know the Philly setup, all the pro sports stadiums are in one location. So they have like the the basketball, they have oh, the yeah. link, and they have all the baseball distance. all in like one complex, and they all share a parking lot. <laughs> oh, oh, by the way, and, and the brand new big casino in the middle of it all. Oh, I didn't, right I didn't know middle, that. Okay, so same parking lot. Yeah, so it's all they all share one parking lot. It's like one giant complex where they're all like they're all by the navy yard down there. And so if there's one event there, like you can go to one event and you're in the same parking lot as the football stadium. It's a link. And so you can, so they're just there. Tail, they like, there was a lacrosse game at like the baseball field and they just all went early to tailgate and drink. And so, um, yeah. It's a hack. Nice a, hack. Smart, yeah. Smart hack. Early. Yeah. Um, it's hard to play Nets. I played there, dude. And I, I was, I've been one of those, you know, they played the stat last night. The Giants haven't won the link since 2013. I was part of two of those teams that lost in 14 and 15. Wow. That's a hard place to play, man. I By won the in way. 20, I won in 2013 on the, on the, on the Chiefs. With oh, you yeah. talking about the link, you know, Lincoln Financial, it reminds me of the link meaning the chains that broke last night. Oh, I love it. And the Philly fans booing. This is the best piece of audio I think you'll hear all day. This is on Fox. Listen carefully after the announcement from Cleet Blakeman that the chain broke, and the Philly fans are even booing that. Here you go. This is an administrative stoppage. The chain broke on the line to gain equipment. I think what this is, Dean Blandino just... uh... They're booing even the chain breaking. That is amazing. Jeez, they, they are. Absolutely they are something over there. Don't forget the snowball, Santa Claus. That's the group. I know. They booed Santa. They oh. would not boo this man, though. That is the one man on the face of the earth that Philly fans would not boo. That would be Isaac Lowenkron with the latest. Ilo, what's going on, bud? Actually, I have a score to pass along. Philadelphia, turns out, lost yesterday. The Philadelphia Wings of the National Lacrosse League lost the aforementioned game that allowed all the fans to tailgate to the Toronto Rock 14-5. But kudos for them naming the team the Philadelphia Wings. Of course, Philadelphia the home of the Wing Bowl. But fortunately for the city of Philadelphia, later Saturday, the Eagles not only beat the New York Giants, they thoroughly beat the New York Giants. 38-7 to advance to the NFC Championship game for the first time in five years, scoring touchdowns on four of their five first-half possessions, rushing for 268 yards as a team, 112 of them by Kenneth Gainwell, and Miles Sanders ran for another 90. Earlier Saturday, the Kansas City Chiefs defeated the Jacksonville Jaguars 27-22, to advance to their fifth straight AFC Championship game. Patrick Mahomes suffered a right ankle injury in the first half, and while he was sidelined and being treated, backup quarterback Chad Henney led the Chiefs offense on a 98-yard touchdown drive, earning the praise of head coach Andy Reid. I draw mustaches on players' faces when they're asleep. Oops. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, guys. I, I... 
I pressed the wrong button there. It happened again. Yes, it did, Patrick. Anyway, x-rays on Mahomes were negative. He will have more tests coming up today. And by the way, we'll give you a third result of a Philadelphia sports team in the NBA on Saturday night. The Philadelphia 76ers were in Sacramento, and without Joel Embiid or James Harden, they rallied from 21 down on the road to beat the Kings 129-127, to completing a 5-0 road trip and breaking Sacramento's six-game winning streak. Fellas, back to you. Thanks, Ilo. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Let's dive into this. Follow the money. Real good money. All right, we're following the money with Jason Scott, BetMGM VP of Trading, joining us here this morning. Good morning to you, Jason. Hope all is well. Um, who do you need today? I'm always curious who the books need. We got two huge matchups. Who do you need the most between the four teams in action today? Either dog. We've got quite a lot of parlay liability. The worst case scenario for us this weekend would be all four favourites winning. So uh, I'm not fussed which one. It probably doesn't make a hell of a lot of difference, but either we need one of them. Which one do you think has the best chance to, to win the Bengals or, or the Cowboys? I personally think the Bengals. I think there was uh, a lot made about the, how bad the O-line is, but the... Uh, Miami O-line was pretty bad as well, and the, the Bills didn't get to them, and they put up 30 with a backup quarterback. So I kind of think the Bills are scrapped. They might be a chance. Money says hey, I'm wrong. And Jason, been a big year for uh, all the sports books yesterday, I'm sure. Uh, I'm guessing, but then again, with the secondary markets and stuff, maybe I'm wrong. I'm guessing yesterday was a lose. I'm, I'm guessing yesterday was a losing day for the sports books. Am I correct for yourself? Yeah, our business is funny, Bill. We've got two really distinct businesses, the retail business and the digital business. The retail was a loser. The digital was a big winner, but that's because we got the value of all the losing parlays yesterday. Today we'll have to pay the winning parlays. So, so although we've got our nose in front, probably with the running up liability against the, the parlays, we're behind. Okay, good. Because I, I, I have a collection bucket I put on Twitter a lot for a lot of the books. I'm not going to use it this week. Great. Uh, I, I pull it out once or twice a year. Um, I have to tell you, Jason, I can't find anybody that, you know, I talk to some of the good groups that, that bet. And I, I really don't bet a lot of sides in the NFL, but everyone today I know, sharps and squares alike, seem to be on Buffalo. Is, is that the bigger liability for you guys today? Is, is the Buffalo game or, or is it the uh, Dallas-San Fran game? Right now it's the Buffalo game, but that's also to be expected given the, the, um, the, the, that it's played first. But yeah, in terms of the, the angle of the money, uh, the bills are the bills are pretty ugly. I mean, they've gone from three and a half to six. Uh, there's not too many fans of the Bengals. Jason, what do you make of the line movement? It's been subtle, but you'll see in the Bengals-Bills, it's around five and a half, then it'll tick up to six. Same thing in Dallas and San Francisco, three and a half and four. That's a big adjustment right there, even though it's subtle. What do you make of the subtle line movement throughout the week? Yeah, well, I thought the Bills went up to three and a half, wasn't enough. I mean, two, three weeks ago, they've only played one game since. Uh, they were bet on that Monday night from sort of close to pick of the minus two and a half in Cincy. So it didn't make a lot of sense to me that now we've moved from Cincy to Orchard Park and we went up three and a half. So I kind of expected the move, and I think the line probably, I'm not sure we went up the right price. And and look, the 49ers, what are they, 11 or 12 in a row? So it's not surprising we've seen money there either, certainly from the public. Um, so we're seeing this trend with sports books. 
um, kind of refunding or um, you know uh, issuing like like non wagers for props when guys get hurt. So for example, Mahomes gets hurt yesterday, and some sports books decided to like refund all losing wagers that included uh, Mahomes with uh, you know Mahomes props. How, how do you feel about some books doing things like that? We don't really tend to get involved in it because basically I don't like it. I mean, you have an option to bet under Mahomes, and injury is one of those things that helps the unders, you know, the unders props tires, and then over time helps those that bet overs. So, so we very, very rarely do it. I think, I think we're in an era where certainly the national digital market it's it's a marketing game as much as it's a sports a betting game. So if that attracts customers, and that's the way some books do it, I mean, I, I don't have a strong opinion. Uh, on, against it, but yeah, it's not something yeah. we do a lot. On the digital side, though, Jason, just to, I'm sure you realize this, BetMGM uh, does give lots of good uh, bonuses and incentives and different things like that, yeah. which will 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 make up for uh, certain books do certain things certain ways. So uh, I, I like one thing you said. I, I, you could bet under too. So um, <laughs> you know you have sports books here that that give back. I, I tell you what, I really don't. <laughs> I really want to get in this with someone, but you have sports books that are posting five hundred million dollar quarterly losses, giving refunds, and in the board of director meeting, wanting wondering why they lose money. I'm uh, so I, I definitely understand. And that, but uh, go, going back to t- today's two games, um, do you find that uh, you know by the end of the day, if if you don't, if both favorites do win this game, uh, which you said you're going to need one of the two, uh, you know wh- why not push up the line a little bit then maybe to get some dog action, or do you say hey chalk it up if they both win they both win we go on the next week, or or, or do you just kind of stay in line with the market and and uh, and not you know draw that 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 line there to to bring in some dog money and maybe get off some of the position you have. Yeah, I two things. Let me just touch on what you said, Bill, a minute ago about the uh, books losing five hundred million dollars and giving away all these things. If I was a sports fan, I'd get in there. I'd get in there right into the, all these bonuses now because it will stop. I think a lot of the sports books are right now fighting for scale, uh, but at some stage, very very soon, profitability is going to become much more important, and all these presents and gifts will stop. I can guarantee you. Uh, in terms of at my bookmaking philosophy, I prefer to try and bet a price where we can see money coming from both sides from a handful of maybe 30, 40 customers that, that move the market and wherever it lands, it lands. Like We'll offer over 5 million markets this year at BetMGM. Uh, so I prefer if we just bet close to what the, the price is um, in each game, wherever the liability lands, it lands. Rather way, than I... trying to buy back the balance of books. Cool. Out of curiosity, Jason, this might be a stupid question, but what would be the best result in terms of next week's handle? Would it be the Bengals winning or the Bills? Would it be Dallas winning or San Francisco in terms of getting the most money generated next week? Uh, it'd certainly be Dallas. Uh, Dallas, again, neither um, – we're not – none of the digital sports are, are obviously in California or Texas, but Dallas are a very, very popular team. In terms of – in terms of what I would like to see the Bengals, purely because we've just gone into Ohio, the business, the, the, the activity in Ohio is the biggest state we've seen so far, so I'd like to keep that running. So I think the, the handle would be better with the Bengals. No, not nice. significantly than the Bills. Sure, no doubt. Well, hey, Jason, thanks for popping on with us, man. Always appreciate your time. Hope you enjoyed the day. Thank you. There he is, Jason Scott, Bed MGM. 
VP of Trading. Hey, every Thursday, be sure to check out our Countdown to Kickoff presented by BetMGM Original Podcast. Features yours truly. Also, Jared Smith and Bill Krakenberger. We give our takes on all the key lines. Get you set for the weekend in betting. We're talking NFL playoffs over here. Totals, sides, prop bets, all of that good stuff. It's every Thursday. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we've got Bill Krakenberger on the show today, sports handicapper from crackwins.com. Jeff Schwartz, the eight-year veteran, who is describing how he felt in bed after a game when the vitamin T wore off. Couldn't have been pleasant. <laughs> Could not have been just a barrel of laughs at that stage. I'm Brian No, Coming up next, little teamwork here. It's time for that around the corner, but... Can we have teammate when I disagree with my co-hosts? Uh, we'll investigate that. That's on the way. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. As you all know, we're the host of the number one rated show in all of sports talk, the Polly and Tony Fusco Show. Numero uno. Yeah, and we know why millions of people tune in every week. Yeah. They want to hear us talk sports, not our idiot guests who think they know more about sports than we do. Yeah, listen to these dummies. You don't know crap about sports. Nothing. Uh, you don't know nothing uh, about football. This is the worst thing Wait, I've ever he's still been on the line. Get off the show. Off the show. You don't know basketball. If you want to hear how sports talk should be done, yeah. listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Kickoffs are coming soon, and we're leading you up to them. This is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz. Are you kidding me? And sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Let's jump into this. Check this out. Parlay platter. Hey, place a first TV score prop on any pro football game at BetMGM. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Okay, the parlay platter. We each have one selection. Jam that thing's tight. Try to get a bigger payout. We'll start with you, Crack. What do you like today, bud? Listen, I'd love to throw a prop in or something like that. I got a lot of a lot of funky good things today that I think have real good positive EV, expected value. But I know guys like a side or a total in the game, so I understand. Uh, I'm going to go with the first half Dallas-San Fran over. So let's go over 23 in the first half. Hopefully some uh, points are scored there. And uh, there, we, there you have it. First half over Dallas-San Fran. So we're not doing we're not doing props in this in this parlay. Well, they they, they like sides or totals. Okay. I mean that I, I, I you can't throw a prop so, in no, there. No, we're no, we'll do gonna... props later. We'll do props later. <laughs> I'll do. Well, I mean, there's just not a lot to choose from today. So right, right. I right. will do. Um, okay, so I will throw in here. Um, let's do Bengals plus five and a half. Um, I don't understand it. Oh, maybe I'm in. Maybe I'm wrong here. We got to give you six though. This right. six is on. Bet MGM has a six though. So. Okay, six. six. I yeah. see five and a half. Six. Okay, six yeah. plus six. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I've, I've been wrong before, but I. It seems like a lot of points. The Bengals. The Bills' offense line is not good either, guys. Like I, I don't. I don't get it. So Jeff, um, you're the only one in me, sports media I know that likes the Cincinnati this week. Thank you. 
I'm I've liked them the entire post. They're 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 the one I they were my favorite to win the AFC this year. I, the problem is they have to go through Buffalo and Kansas City, which is hard to do, right? That's why oh, yeah. getting the one seed was so important. You got to beat both of them. And I'm not saying they can beat Kansas City next weekend, but I do hold a, a Bengals AFC champion ticket. So I feel like personally feel fine mm. doing that. But nonetheless, okay, um, is that. Like, the Bills oftentimes not good either. Here's the thing with, about this game. We'll talk a lot about it, uh, of course. Like, sure. the Bills make a lot of mistakes. The Bengals don't. There's a yeah. quality to that. So give me Bengals plus six today for this parlay. Okay. I hear you. I, you know, you guys are talking about the NFC Championship game already. Eagles hosting the San Francisco 49ers. I don't understand it. There's a heavyweight title match tonight. And it's got the Cowboys written all over it. I'm going to take the four. I won't go money line and be too daring in our parlay platter over here. I'll take the Cowboys plus four. The Cowboys have so much talent to be getting four points against a rookie quarterback. I know, I know. Brock Purdy. Mm, Love fest. Brock Purdy. Love Purdy Palooza over here. Yeah. When the windows are tighter, I expect his numbers to go downward. So, yeah, the Cowboys are an absolute live dog. Give me a plus four all day today. I want to talk about this game. We have two hours left to talk about this game. <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts on this game and what, okay. I, what I think happening. I, I, it kind of made me cringe a little bit when I heard Crack take the over in the first half of this game a little bit. It kind of like it, it ruined my Ooh. thunder a little bit on how I feel this game might go. So I'm Uh-oh. a little bit worried now that my week-long analysis of this game Crack just crumbled it in three seconds with his take about the first half over here. So we'll see. We'll see uh, who's right, who's wrong. He's been good. Know, it's, it's just one game, though. I mean, listen. Yeah. And plus, you're running good. You had a big day, big day yesterday. I did. I, I wish I was yesterday. in Charlotte with you. We could have went out partying last night. I was big time. I'm starting to, even though I haven't drank in like 30 years, I'm going to start sooner or later. <laughs> you're good at finding these hidden gem first half overs crack there are yeah, some no, disgusting matchups yeah you're too, like yeah give me the over, over. <laughs> we're thinking like there might be 10 points combined at halftime you're like no give me the over 23 and a <laughs> half and it'll get there somehow some way it'll get there we'll see if today is the same all right coming up next the stakes for this game just got a whole lot higher we will discuss that and much more as countdown to kickoff rolls on here Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome in. Hope your Sunday is just fantastic. We are inching closer and closer to kickoff. We are less than four hours away. From the AFC matchup, Bengals at the Bills. Very much looking forward to that. Let's dive on into that matchup, fellas, where you've got the Bills favored by six right now at BetMGM. I just think of it like this. If you look at that Bengals offensive line, three starters injured. Both of their tackles are out. That is huge. And you just think about the Eagles game last night. That was a dominating performance by their offensive line. They rushed for 268 yards. You're just not going to see that kind of control from Cincinnati today. Doesn't mean they can't win, but when you're able to control the line of scrimmage the way Philly did, that's why you win 38-7. to That was a cakewalk yesterday, and you're not going to see that from the Bengals today. Again, doesn't mean they can't win, 
But Joe Burrow is going to have to be special. I think you're going to see a lot of short, quick passes from Burrow. And I'm curious if they can at least crank up the running game with Joe Mixon. That's going to be a big part for Cincinnati to not just keep it close, but win the game today. Burrow has got to be special. And I think you got to mix in some mixing as well. All right. So I've never seen a quarterback in offense be able to overcome offensive line issues quite like the Bengals, right? Like, remember back to the Chiefs Super Bowl against the Bucks, right? They were down three offensive linemen, and they had to shuffle a whole bunch of guys around. They stunk, right? Like, that's what's expected when you play with three backup offensive linemen. Well, the Bengals are playing with three backup offensive linemen in this game. A, 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 a traditional, traditional wisdom would be they will stink today. Like, that's traditional. Like, okay, yeah, they're going to score 13 points if they're lucky, and they're going to get their butts whooped. But we see that we saw that last year. It didn't matter at all. They got Joe Burrow got sacked nine times in a playoff game on the road, and they won that playoff game. But look what season. it took to win that game. It took well, three picks from Ryan and, Tannehill. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so, um, but also it's worth noting that, that, the 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 Bengals game plan certainly changed after he got hurt. Jonah Williams, the left tackle, did against the Ravens last weekend, and we saw too that the Ravens defense said, "Look, we're not going to pressure anymore. We're going to kind of press up on the Bengals wide receivers. The Ravens, excuse me, but yeah, we're going to press up on the Bengals wide receivers, and we're going to try to get home with four and not let Burrow pick us apart quickly. And it changed. So the, the game plan changed, and the Bengals did struggle a little bit more offensively. Now, the Bills know this, of course. The Bills' pass defense, not as good as the Ravens, but White being back has been helpful. Um, but on the flip side, the Bills' offense line is not very good either. So you have two offensive lines that aren't, that aren't very good in this game. I, I trend under in this game. I think it's a low, lower-scoring game, even though even with two great quarterbacks. But I think what makes this game so interesting to me, guys, is you have a Bills team that sort of thrives in chaos, right? Josh Allen has the most turnovers of any player in the NFL this season, fumbles and and interceptions. And they thrive in kind of this chaos where Allen has incredible plays and then turnover plays. And, like, he's running down the field making these crazy plays and he's fumbling the ball. And, like, there's a high variance to Buffalo, where the Bengals are rock solid, man. They don't have a lot of turnovers. They don't have dumb penalties. They don't have blown coverages on defense. Like, they're just a steady team, guys. And the Bengals feel more like a team I like to bet on. I I know what they're going to be today, where Buffalo crack at times. The turnovers, like, concern me in a game like today when you have a Bengals team that doesn't make mistakes. If this game goes down like the Sharps and Squares, both alike, by the way, opened up four and a half, 49 and a half. Jeff's right. Under got the action, which shocks me. I just figured the public was going to be betting over. So uh, it's down to 48 and a half at most of the sports books now, including BetMGM. If this game goes down like it's supposed to, though, Brian is actually correct about those short passes, and that's going to lead to a prop I like later on. Um, yeah, this, this is a very uh, situational game here where I, I actually don't – listen, I can't overbet my bankroll situationally because they only take so much on prop bets, but there's a couple props, man. I would just 
unload today. As long as everything's healthy, you know, that shows you yesterday that uh, when, when you see Mahomes go down, it shows you that anyone so you th- is really susceptible to an injury and these key major guys. That's the reason why I don't like betting over on a lot of things because of injuries. However, I, the, the only really good over, I, I really only like one over today that I really like, and it involves um, Burrow. So um, if this game goes down like it's supposed to go down, I think it's a really good bet. To, and I'll, I will talk about that later on, that, that situation. But listen. I cannot believe that this game actually just one a six and a half just came up on my screen here. I mean, here, here we are, eight oh seven a.m. in Las Vegas. Who's getting up at eight in the morning at the walking down to the sports book, betting enough money to move Buffalo from six to six and a half? I have no idea, but. I'll tell you, if I could buy Cincinnati plus seven, plus seven points in a game like this, minus uh, 20 or even 25, man, I tell you, I, I might really like that bet. I, I, even though I don't do a lot of side betting, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Hey, listen, what a town this is. We have, you can lay five and a half at two different sports books. Five, and a, five or six have six, and one has six and a half. It really, if this, this is an amazing thing that living in a town like this, having all your apps and firing away, um, it's a fun time of the year to be uh, in the sports book business. And, and that's why BetMGM is legal in all the states they are. They know what's up. You know what's funny about this matchup is you love the movie Donnie Brasco, Crack. You might love also it. love it too, Jeff. But yes. we always talk about made men, like made guys. It's like the Bengals are a made guy. You know, like they're a made man right now, making it to the Super Bowl in spite of giving up 19 sacks in the postseason alone last year. That's almost five a game. That's ridiculous. And what stands out to me is how would we feel about the Bengals heading into this game minus three starting offensive linemen had they lost to, let's just say, the Titans? Let's say they beat the Raiders. They go on. They face the Titans on the road. And the one seed, they win that game. They sack Burrow nine times. Ryan Tannehill doesn't throw three interceptions. Even if he just throws two, they might have won the game. He threw a pick at the very end on their final drive. If the Bengals lose in the divisional round last year, what are we saying about them today? They gave up nine sacks in that playoff loss. I'd love to know what the point spread would be today. Bengals, Bills, with the Bengals down three offensive linemen had they lost in the same round last year. It would be evaluated a lot differently. I've talked about this all offseason. I said, what if the Bengals lost one of the four games they won down the stretch last season by a field goal, right? Like if they lose to the Chiefs, they lose to the Titans, they lose to the Raiders, they lose to the Chiefs the first time. We talk about them so differently, right? But because we have the results from last season, I can come up here and say, maybe the offense line doesn't matter. Because again, everyone else, I would say, yeah, pretty bad. I would not bet on a team down offensive linemen. Oh, hi, Cracks. Crack, your dog's back there. Hi, dog. I see your little dog back there. Hey. Yeah. Um, I, uh, like, I, I, I would never bet on a team down three offensive linemen, but it seems to not matter. I, I can't explain it, man. I wish I could. I think Joe Burrow is just so cool in the pocket. He's so collected. But I will tell you this, guys. When Von Miller was signed by the Bills, I stated at the time that – the whole purpose of him signing was for December and January. And that I actually said he shouldn't even play until December. Like, don't even play him. Just, like, sign him and let him sit on the sidelines. He can practice all he wants. Don't even play him. Because 
The purpose of him is now, today. This is the purpose of Von Miller. It was for today. And if Von Miller was in this game, I bet Buffalo. I bet Buffalo. I would do it in a heartbeat. I'd lay the six crack if he was playing. I think he's that important to the game, but he's not playing. And the Bills pastors have struggled without Von Miller. He's this is what this is why Von Miller is a Hall of Famer. It's games like today. He is one of the better players at showing up in these big games throughout his career. Think back to the Super Bowls, yeah. the the changing games. He has been a player in these games his entire career, and he's not in this game, and it's going to hurt Buffalo. I don't know how they got the six point favorite. I really don't. I don't even like I said. There's a rogue six and a half here. Uh, they almost lost to Miami as a fourteen point favorite. Uh, you can't go by one game. I understand, but. Buffalo just has, especially especially down the road. You know, Allen has, has shown he can throw some picks this year, too. I yeah. mean, I just don't get the line. It, it's so fishy that I'm probably staying away from the line. But I'll tell you, if I can get that, like, buy on the seven or alternative line without laying a lot of juice on the seven, uh, that, that, that would be a, a situation where I may dive into to Cincinnati. But, you know, um, that being said, this is a traditionally, besides last season, a favorite weekend, by the way. I said it on many programs throughout the week on different networks here. I'll tell you, this is a weekend. The divisional playoffs, historically, favorites do very well um, just on the money line, like I said. Except for, I think last year they were like one and three. But besides that, um, you know, this is when they come to play. And, and uh, well, yesterday's game's more so than today because yesterday with the, with the, the layoffs and, and, you know, having the playoff advantage of, of having the extra game off um, – this situation here might be a little bit different. Uh, I, I just I can't meet. I haven't met anyone except for literally us. <laughs> There's three amigos here that actually lean to the dogs a little bit. Uh, Brian well, I, likes well, Dallas. I, I do not. I do not lean to Dallas. By the way, okay. I, I, Brian yeah. likes Dallas, but, but you like Cincinnati a little bit. Five, <laughs> Jeff. One. Be on your own on that one. Oh, oh man! Yeah, you got wow! Jump right what in. What does there. Crack say? What, uh, uh, I wish I'm, I'm, rooting I'm rooting for you. For you I'm rooting yeah, for you. I, we'll, we'll talk about the reasons why, but it, yeah. it's it's more like anti-Dallas than like. Then, like I'm, like I think Brock Purdy's going to play. Tampa made well. them look better than they were last week, yeah. right? Too. Tampa made them look I, good. I, by, I, by the way, let me ask you this though. While we're on this subject, crack because we're talking about underdogs, and it leads to this question: If you were to bet on one of the three teams—Chiefs, Bills, Bengals—who are still alive in the AFC to reach the Super Bowl, who are you betting on today? Say, now we say know it again. this. Say it again. It, between the three teams in the AFC still alive. Chiefs, Bengals, Bills. Who are you betting on to make it to the Super Bowl? Um, now, now we man, know Matt, we know Matt, the Chiefs if, have if, the shortest if, odds. If they, all, if they all have even odds, or are we taking no, like no, no, the, no, no. Just as it is right now, the Chiefs would have the shortest odds because they can't lose. I would today. take the, They're I would already take in the, the championship game. I would take the Bengals. Wow. Take the Bengals. I was going to yeah. say the Bills, and so I got the Bills. That's the Bengals. I mean, I would take the Bengals because they're going to have the longest odds, and they own the Chiefs right now. Like the Chiefs. Can't and you know, them. I'm looking. It's funny. You guys, it's funny. Brian's mentioning this at BetMGM. They actually have some bets up already. The outright winner of the Super Bowl or the AFC. There you the go. Chiefs, the Chiefs just to to win uh, to get to get to the Super Bowl. Chiefs are the favorite right. at even money, one to one. The Bills are plus one fifty. I'm surprised. It looks a little high, but I'm sure it's a juice market, and I usually hate these things. There's a bet here. I don't mean to go over to the NFC though. There's a bet here I, 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 at BetMGM. I like. To win the NFC, uh-huh. I, I, you know, I know that if San Fran wins today, it's going to yeah. be a tight, close game. But 
I still like the Bills at Pick'em. Bills is a it's a Pick'em. I'm sorry, the Eagles. The Eagles are a Pick'em at BetMGM yeah, wow. in next week's game. So if you want to bet the game through through this app, you can get a Pick'em on the app. But yet, even if this, even if San Fran wins today, I, I, I don't see that line coming out. Pick'em. I, I see the Eagles being a one point favorite in that game. Yeah. I see the Eagles being a favorite in that game. Do you so, have the Bengals there, Crack? What their odds are? Yeah, the Bengals the are plus 450 because they have to Woo. get past today to, to win the AFC. Man. And, uh, yeah, still, still a healthy 9-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. They, they, do, you but think they're plus odds, do you think their realistic odds are that much longer than Buffalo? You said Buffalo is plus 150. The Bengals are plus 450? You're, you're, you're right. I, I don't. I, I, I don't. I, I, I actually – I actually lean Cincinnati in this game. So, um, you know, especially off of, listen, Cincinnati probably shouldn't even be here. Baltimore should have beat them last week. Baltimore, you know, was literally on the verge of upsetting them last week. Yeah. Uh, but then again, like I said, Buffalo, Miami, look, look what happened. Anything could happen today, guys. So um, six points, the biggest spread, uh, well, it's only two games, yeah. biggest spread of the day. A lot of points, a lot of points. It really does show you the Mahomes impact because those odds would be a whole lot different. The Chiefs have already gotten oh, to the championship yeah. game, yep. but because Mahomes is hobbled, that changes things completely. How about, we haven't mentioned this very quickly. How about this? Mahomes has been a starter for five seasons. They've made five straight conference championship games. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yeah. And, and guys, straight. they have like the fourth youngest team in the NFL. Like they played four defensive back. They played four rookies in the defensive backfield this year. Yeah plus a rookie pass rusher, plus I believe both their linebackers are in year two and year three. They have two offensive linemen in year two. They have, uh, what, how many wide receivers that are on rookie contracts? Like, they have... <laughs> they just they traded for a guy. They, they have a million do- $100 yeah. million dollars in cap space heading the next season, and their quarterback is signed to a 10-year deal already. Like, that's they're, they're in, like, really good shape for a team that makes the playoffs each season. Well, yeah, they, they should be not just getting to the AFC championship game. They should start stockpiling rings. Now, the Mahomes injury, that it might damage that. And, but they uh, weren't supposed to this win year. this year. This was not a year they were supposed to be in this game. You don't think to get to the AFC championship game? Not after they not, – no, not with how many rookies they're – I mean, how many other teams are playing these many rookies and, and losing Tyreek Hill and being in a Super Bowl? I don't think that – I don't think they even thought they'd be in this spot this year. Wow, that's interesting hmm. to me. I, when you got Mahomes, you got a chance, you know. But no, you we'll absolutely see going do. Forward. But again, you're playing seventh round rookies at corner. I don't think that you expect to be in a Super Bowl when that happens. Jalen Watson had another pick, you know. <laughs> he did. Great. He, <laughs> he had the pick six early in the season <laughs> against Justin Herbert and the Chargers. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, earn a $50 bonus by signing into BetMGM and clicking on Refer a Friend to Invite a Friend. And in just a few simple steps, both you and your friend will receive a $50 bonus. BetMGM, the king of sports books, the king of parlays. All right, we've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran, Bill Krakenberger, sports handicapper from crackwins.com. I'm Brian No. Coming up next, does payback matter? Simple question. We'll explore. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Welcome to the biggest tailgate party in the nation. You're locked into Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Touchdown! And it's presented by BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz, and sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger.
It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Presented by BetMGM. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you earn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for things like free bets and risk-free tokens. They can also be converted to MGM rewards points that can be used towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts. All right, fellas, let's dive in. Cowboys at the 49ers. 49ers favored by four at BetMGM. Now, here's the thing. I like the Cowboys plus four. A couple of reasons. A lot of talent. They've got a real pass rush, talented roster, better quarterback. I believe Dak Prescott at this stage is better than Brock Purdy. I don't think people would dispute that. Maybe they would. I don't know. It's Purdy Palooza. Anything's possible. I also think this, the payback factor. I don't know if you guys buy into this, but the Cowboys season was ruined last year by the 49ers. The Cowboys were the team that were the favorite at home. The Cowboys were the team that won 12 games, and they had all this these expectations, and the Niners came in as the underdog, and they ruined the season. The same thing could happen in reverse today. Everybody's about the 49ers. Oh, the 49ers are riding high. They've got this fancy 11-game winning streak. They're the favorites, all that stuff. But the payback factor, I think it matters because look at the AFC. The Chiefs lost last season in the AFC title game to the Bengals. Should they play the Bengals next week, they will be well aware of that fact. And it's a little additional motivation. It's like when you were a kid and maybe you played your dad in basketball. If you lost and you're competitive, it burns. And the next time you play, the focus is a little sharper. The hunger is a little greater. I think it matters. I don't know if you guys buy into it, but I think it's one of the factors today. And it's just a little cherry on top. It's not the whole reason I like the Cowboys. It's a little cherry on top, an additional reason I like them today. Um, Yeah, I, I... I I could see them looking at the film last year and being like, we should have won that game. You know, we had that mistake at the end of the game. Let's not do that again. Um, but I don't really know if it's going to change the way they prepare or motivate themselves. I, I think they probably feel like, hey, I, I, I would say that, Brian, the, the bigger motivation is like, why is everyone loving on Brock Purdy? <laughs> like, wh- oh, why is gosh. he getting all the attention <laughs> and right. we're not getting any attention, right? Like, I, I could see that being a, a motivating factor more than anything else, like if, like if, like if you're a Dak Prescott, you're like, what has he done to get more love than me, right? Um, and and why, you know, what have they done to get more attention than than than, than we have? And so I can certainly see that being a motivating factor in this game as well. Uh, you know, for Mike McCarthy, you know, uh, go back to last year, right? Trying to avoid being a situation where you know a decision like. Dak made at the end of that game cost you and you have to answer, you know, for months and months and months whether or not, you know, the decision that you made to call that sneak or whoever did Kellen Moore did ends up costing you an opportunity to win that game. So as many what is from last year, there's many motivating factors heading into heading into this game. I think this is a game that is dominated by defensive lines. And I think we could see quarterbacks making mistakes because both defensive lines, I think, have extreme advantages in this game. Uh, it's just a bad matchup for two offensive lines. I think that have we know they have really good pieces, but in in totality, these defensive lines I think are going to have huge days today. Let me ask you guys. I have to say it. Do you guys both have action already on both games, or are you just uh, still waiting? I have the under – well, I have the, the Bengals, and I have Bengals first to score, which has been very good for us a, a, for a while. Um, yep. I have Bengals plus six, and I have the under in the in – the, I have some props here and there. I have a prop I really like in the Cowboys game. So 
I was more meaning aside in the total. Do you guys both have action on both games? Yes. Yes. I just – okay. Brian? I've got a side, yes. I'm on the Cowboys plus four, yeah. Okay, good. All right, so you you, you, – listen, that's what I like about us, by the way. There's so many people in media – and by the way, I probably didn't know it until I went to Mississippi with you guys. There's so many people in media, (laughs) talking heads, that want to give out picks on games, give out the lines, the numbers, and why they should win – Why? And don't have a grocery dollar involved. I'll tell <laughs> you one thing. You, yeah. I'll tell you one thing. The aggravated gambler. Guys, yes. Us three guys, we, we, when we talk something, we put our money where our mouth is. By the way, we, we don't always win. Uh, you know, I give Schwartz like nine grand of my money down in uh, Mississippi, and, 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 and we didn't win a bet. Uh, you know, but it, it, not that I gave it to him, but he, he went, you know, he was, he was, I had him bearding in, running around town making bets <laughs> I, for me. I, I, but I, we, didn't look as, I didn't look as good as the people you normally have doing that for you buddy yeah he was my beard but uh um, yeah. so but no we we put our money up so i just wondered if you guys have, have have action on these games so one thing good about us guys we do put our money up uh absolutely and and i'm glad that you know uh you know you, you, you talking about dallas okay you bet dallas so you're talking about yeah. buffalo or San cincinnati we bet buffalo or cincinnati we're not just talking about it just from a handicapping standpoint without putting our our money where our mouth is so uh i i just wondered what situation was oh, no. I'm in, I'm, I'm in, buddy. Yeah. yeah. So many yeah, things to watch today. And, Jeff, I like what you're saying about the defensive lines. You think about uh, Dallas where Connor McGovern, he might be the guy blocking Nick Bosa. That That's advantage 49ers there. I'm really curious – if Dak Prescott uses his legs a lot more. You saw it a little bit last week against Tampa. And post-injury, Dak hasn't done that nearly as much as he did pre-injury. But if that pass rush is putting heat on him, if it's getting home, you got two options. You got throw it away, scramble around and throw it away, or scramble and run for yardage. And I want to see if Dak uses his legs and becomes a threat running the ball today because he very well might have to. Yeah, so... I can explain the matchups um, on that side real quick. So uh, Jason Peters is out. So you have Tyler Smith at left tackle, who is the rookie for the Cowboys. He played left tackle most of the season. Now, he is um, a very physical and capable rookie. Most often he is best in the run game. Pass game struggles a little bit, and they were able to help him a little bit this season. Connor McGovern in left guard's a liability. And Bialich at center played well this year, but he's dealing with an ankle injury. He struggled against Tampa Bay, dealing with an ankle injury. Zach Martin's really good, obviously, right guard. And then Smith, uh, Teron Smith, at left tackle, excuse me, right tackle, future Hall of Famer, he's normally the left tackle, which hurt most of the season, is at right tackle. He's not as good at right tackle as he is at left tackle. So now you have Bosa being basically being able to choose which Smith to go against. Armstead inside choosing Wigglywood guard, but probably with the left guard. Like, there's just advantages for the Niners up front in this game when the Cowboys' offensive line for so many years was what they did so well. And so, to your point about Dak rushing the ball, he might have to run the ball because of the pressure. But I will say, though, if you get him on the move is when the mistakes happen, man. Like, you get him on the move, and then he starts kind of, like, looking downfield to make plays. The mistakes come out. You hit him, the fumbling comes out. Like, I, I don't think Dak wants to do that. He might have to on necessity. I think Dak is not – if you get to him early in this game, and really for every quarterback, watch watch football. If you watch for this early on, guys, in, in, every, in any game, if quarterbacks get hit early – they're not the same quarterback the entire game. You saw it with Trevor Lawrence. 
all the time it happens. Yeah. And so if Dak gets Very it early in this game, man. Very good point. I already bet the interception prop. It's like minus 200. I didn't care uh, <laughs> over interceptions. Like, I, I think he gets rattled super. That's why I bet the yeah. under two. I think he gets rattled super early in this game. Yeah. The Cowboys have to find a way to game plan easy throws, first downs, ways to move the ball because third and eight, third and six is a bad spot to be in for the Cowboys in this game. I thought you saw it for the next couple of series with Trevor Lawrence last night when they didn't block the 330-pounder Saunders and he got a free shot oh, on yeah. he, Trevor he Lawrence. Him, yeah, yeah he, all of a sudden, there's a little out pattern to Christian Kirk wide open and it short hops there and it's like, was it... Was it miscommunication? Was it that Kirk slipped a couple of times? Or is it that, you know, Trevor Lawrence subconsciously or consciously doesn't want to get smacked in the mouth again and trying to get rid of the football? Like, you get real skittish when you start getting banged around like that. You're right. Hey, you know, do. Both of you guys have brought up, a, to, to make both of your points here, one of the sharpest guys I know in the industry sent me something. I did not bet it. I did not bet it because of – I just didn't bet it because I know Dak doesn't want to – like like Jeff said, Dak really doesn't want to run. But like you said, Brian, you brought this up. Good point. I'm going to read you exactly word for word what my guy just sent me. Uh, I like the over 15.5 rushing yards by Dak. Dak runs more in the playoffs, and Dallas yep. has talked about him running more today. Now, that being said, I didn't bet it yet. I'm going to look for that line. I'm going to, you know, look. It's just 15 and a half, he said. I want to see what the rushing yards are across my my, yeah. uh, my plethora of outs to play in. And, uh, again, these rounds, I don't like betting overs too much. I'm more of an under yeah. guy. I'll have a ton of unders uh, towards game time. And that's, by the way, guys, that's the reason why I haven't sent you guys uh, your list yet. I send the list there just to show the guys what I'm on. <laughs> well, because today – is a good day where everyone's betting over. So no one likes to bet unders. It's not fun. Everyone wants yeah. to bet over that rooting against thing. So today's a day towards game time, more towards game time. You could find little points and half points. And, and, and when I say points, I mean yards and half yards and two yards and five yards. You know, everyone's betting over in little chunks, small little bets. Those little bets add up to big bets, and the sports books are forced to maybe move uh, those, those yardages up. But going back to what you guys said, I wasn't even going to mention it. I didn't bet it, and I don't like doing that. But you guys both said it. You may coax me into betting this Dallas over rushing yards. There you go. We like yeah. it. Very nice yeah. over there. Now, you also talk about like uh, little pieces of information that add up to a, a lot of information, right? You could do it. You could apply that to Isaac Lowenkron with the latest nuggets of info, and then all of a sudden we're incredibly knowledgeable. We've got that coming up in just a few moments, especially the very latest from the scene of Highmark Stadium in Buffalo, where the Bills will be hosting the Bengals later today, but the party is already beginning. We start, though, in the NFC, where on Saturday night, the Philadelphia Eagles ran wild over the New York Giants, 38-7, advancing to the NFC Championship game for the first time in five years. The Eagles rushed for 260. 68 yards. Giants head coach Brian Dayball sums up the evening. I feel like crap. I mean, it's as honest as you can be. You, know, you work extremely hard to get to this spot. You do not take it for granted. This is a hard place to get to this division round and to move forward. And I feel more for the players and the coaches because we've put everything we had into it and we just we didn't get it done. 
Earlier Saturday, the Kansas City Chiefs advanced to their fifth straight AFC Championship game with a 27-20 victory over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Patrick Mahomes suffered a right ankle injury in the first half. X-rays were negative. He will have more tests today. Coming up at 3 p.m. Eastern, the Bills host the Cincinnati Bengals. If Buffalo wins, they will face the Chiefs in a neutral site AFC Championship game in Atlanta. If the Bengals win, then Kansas City will host them in the AFC Championship game at Arrowhead. But right now, let's check in on the tailgating scene in the Highmark Stadium parking lot with a Bills fan who goes by the name Patman. Drove 11 hours from North Carolina all the way to Buffalo to be with my family at the biggest game of the year, baby. Mafia Let's go, Buffalo. Where else would you rather be but right here? right now. Meanwhile, elsewhere in the Highmark Stadium parking lot, Sarah and three of her fellow fans are tailgating in an inflatable hot tub. Now, I didn't know, fellas, that this existed. I know that there are, like, inflatable pools, like (laughs) inflatable kiddie pools, but the size, so like four grown-ups can fit in them, but I didn't know that there was such a thing as an inflatable hot tub, but it's made by one of those same companies who make those uh, coolers and grills. I I didn't think that was possible to have an inflatable hot tub. Wouldn't it like melt the plastic? Have you guys heard of inflatable hot tubs? Uh, Josh Rosen knows about inflatable hot tubs. (laughs) Oh, right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right, okay. You still a legend. Good point, yes. Fortunately, not an Arizona Cardinals legend, but that's another no. story. <laughs> or a Dolphins legend, either. Yeah, that's not a legend in the NFL at all. Yeah. yeah hey, if this all. inflatable hot tub is a thing, can we get one for the studio? I'm just saying. I, I, I think Sam idea. is in. I think Sam actually wanted it. He told me this morning. He said he wanted yeah. a hot tub. He said his, his, he was aching. His bones were aching. They from probably have those out. in Iowa. <laughs> I love it. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Hey, real fast, before we get to all of our prop bets, and we it sounds like we both have grocery lists as far as that goes. But um, if you're the Chiefs, who would you prefer to play? Would it be the Bengals or would it be the Bills? To me, I don't know what they think. I would want the Bengals because you get an actual home game. I'd rather be at home in Arrowhead than at a neutral site in Atlanta. And plus, you get the payback factor over here. The Bengals ended your season last year. I want want payback when it comes to that. It's not about cowering in fear. The Chiefs aren't like, oh, no, we hope it's not the big, bad Bills. They're like, screw the Bills. Bring them on if that's the matchup. But – I'd rather see the Bengals if that's the way it shakes out. I think that's the more preferred matchup for them. I am a Chiefs fan. I want the Bengals. I want the Chiefs to beat the Bengals. I think the Chiefs have to beat the Bengals to earn a trip to the Super Bowl. Um, They're 0 for 3 in the last two years. I think they have to beat them. I I want them to beat the Bengals. Um, So I would love for them to play the Bengals. Um, Also, too, a little selfishly, I promised my I didn't promise my kid, but I told my son we would go to Atlanta for the Chiefs and the Bills game next weekend. Oh wow! And then I saw the ticket prices, and um, <laughs> and then I uh, and my wife's out of town next weekend, and then we have to pay for a nanny for my my daughter who's not going to go to the game. It's going to cost you a couple thousand mm. bucks for this trip. 
Yeah, and then the nanny. So and I, and also, Jeff, you could the bookend the football season. Oregon got crushed by Georgia, forty-nine to three, and you yeah. were there. And, and you yeah. could bookend it with the Chiefs losing to the Bills. That'd I know. be brutal in Atlanta. And then I have to obviously find, and then I have to call our boss and get a setup for Radio Sunday in in Atlanta as well. So I I kind of hope it's the Bengals win to avoid kid though, to avoid all it. of this. You, you got to do it. All of this head. No, but my son doesn't see the thing about my my son is not that big of a like, he's an like, oh, okay. Oregon fan. Like okay, he like different. if this is Oregon, he'd be like we're going. Like I'm taking him already. Like week one, we're uh, going next year to I gotcha. a Portland State game. Like we're ready to go. Wow. Chiefs not as much. Like if I was like, dude, we're gonna watch a game at home. He'd be like, okay, cool. Like so I I feel like I could be like. Finesse it a little bit like that, sort of that direction. Plus, he has Hebrew school, so I can't. I can be like, you can't miss Hebrew school, buddy. Can't miss that. Yeah, can't miss yeah. Hebrew school. But so that's your out. You're using Hebrew school. Hebrew school is the way to get out. No, <laughs> I. Uh, I want the Chiefs to play the Bengals. I want them to be. I, I think they have to beat them to to earn the right to go again in the Super Bowl. They, they, they have to beat them. Like they just need to beat the Bengals. Interesting. Good stuff. All right, coming up next, well, we've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran, Bill Krakenberger from crackwins.com. I'm Brian No, The three of us will be back. And it's almost like, Jeff, you and I are kind of like the devils, the over-devils on Crack's shoulders. He wants to bet unders. I want to bet unders. And we're like, come on over, buddy. Come on over to the over-dark side. We'll see if we can get him on a couple of these props. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Kickoffs are coming soon, and we're leading you up to them. This is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz. Are you kidding me? And sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM, just a little over three hours away until Bengals Bills. Let's dive into this. This is Same Game Parlays. Place a one-game parlay with at least four legs on any pro football game at BetMGM. If all legs hit except for one, you'll get your stake back in free bets up to $25. All right, Crack. And SGP, what do you have for us as far as the same game parlay today, bud? I built the big long shot one here on MGM. <laughs> I'm bet MGM. So I'm going to, because I, I do like the Bengals to come out here in this game. Uh, Bengals plus just a half in the first quarter. Bengals plus a half in the first quarter. Uh, over nine and a half points in the first quarter by both teams. That's going to be the, the little hurdle to get over there, over nine and a half points. And a race to five points. The Bengals. This is correlated, though. So race to five points. Bengals first quarter. Uh, Fifty bucks gets you back three ninety. So this is a wow. this is a little long shot here. Have some fun with it. Throw a peanut on it. Enjoy it. I'm sitting back chilling now. That's not a bad bet at all, crack. Kind of correlated. I don't dislike that at all. Which one are you nervous about the most? The minus the over the, nine getting and to a the half. Over nine yeah. and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Not nervous, but I mean, I'm, I'm looking if if Cincinnati can come right out, maybe with a touchdown. And then, uh, you know, even like I'm looking for another score first anyway in the game. We've done, like like Jeff said, we've done so good this year. So I'm looking for Cincinnati to come out 7-0, maybe like 7-7 the end of the first quarter. There you go. All right. We'll see what it, if it hits or not. Let's do this. 
Prop it up. Let's go play. Player plays. Ah, oh, man, the prop bets. I feel like we bond over prop bets, guys. Uh, let's start with you, Jeff. What are you thinking today prop-wise? I know you were teasing one a little yeah. bit earlier. I'm curious what it is. So this number keeps coming down. It's 33.5 now. It was 35.5 earlier this week. The Zeke Elliott under for rushing today. <laughs> um, um, what, what's so funny? No, no, I just like how oh. you said that. Yeah. It's, well, it's going. It's going. Oh, I mean, like it's, a mob it, guy there. It's, Yo, what's it's so start, funny? It's, it's, it's going under. Yeah, what's your vote? Am I funny? What am I a clown oh, over it, it here? Was, oh, what's so funny? It was, thir- it was 35 and a half. It's gone. It's done. Again, here's a couple reasons why. We know the Niners have the best rushing, second second best rushing defense in all the NFL, second second least rushing attempts. Like, no one rushed against them because they're always behind. But more than anything else, guys, Zeke Elliott has lost a step, right? He's not the same rusher he is anymore. So you're not getting those explosive runs anymore. And that's bad against the Niners' defense. They're a fast defense. You're not going to get those long, explosive runs. And with Tony Pollard back healthy now, Zeke's getting 10 to 12 rushes at the most. And in this game, they're going to be behind, I think. It's going to be kind of a a back and forth. He's not going to get 35. I got got 35 and a half, 33 and a half. I don't have a computer like crack in my brain to tell you if that's good or bad. But I'll go under 33 and a half here. Nice. There you go. What are you thinking, Crack? What are you laughing at? What That's what I'm thinking. What are you laughing at? It's like, like a, you? almost on, like make a, that coffee to go. Let's go. Yeah, make that coffee to go. I love it. He's great <laughs> throwing those things in there. It's like I, I felt like I was involved with like Louis, Louis uh, Lepke, Bulkhalter, or Meyer Lansky or something there for a second. I got nervous. Uh, but, yeah, so so anyway, uh, what do I like today? Man, I'll tell you, I'm going to release that right away. So so the over, we know we talked about it earlier. I think if, if just in case they even, – even if they do – uh, even if they don't, even if they come out with a lead and, and Cincinnati's winning the game, I still think I like the over completions for Burrow. 25 and a half over completions. Um, I, I just think that he's going to be, as long as he's healthy, gets out there, doesn't get hurt. After we've seen that yesterday, it's so hard to bet overs. But this will be the only over I'm giving out. Burrow over class completions. Very similar for me, Crack. We talked about it on the podcast this week, but I'm on the Burrow over passing attempts. 39 and a half. They only had 50 offensive plays last week against the Ravens. The Bills a little bit more quick strike. I I think there are a lot more than 50 offensive plays for the Bengals today. And when the Bengals are throwing it with that banged up offensive line, it's going to be a lot of quick, short stuff. So I look for Burrow to get to at least 40 passing attempts. I think that's going to hit. I think that's a strong play. We'll see how it works out. Probably have 39. (laughs) I get hooked right there. All right, coming up next, we get back to the games today, plus a a mind-bending question, if you will. That's on the way as well. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Hope you're enjoying your Sunday. We are getting ever so close, less than three hours away until the Bengals... And Bills, get it on in honor of uh, Mills Lane. Uh, let's get it on. Love that. One of the yes. best Love intros Mills. for any Love type of uh, sporting event right there. Rest in peace. Uh, but, yeah, we dive on. We dive back in here, guys, to the uh, Sunday matchups here. Bengals, Bills. And I think the marquee matchup of this entire weekend, Cowboys and Niners. And the Brock Purdy fanboys are out in full force. Purdy Palooza is alive <laughs> and well here. 
Uh, got a tweet here. Let me find it here. Oh, yes. Blake checks in. He tweeted you, Jeff. He said, your boy Brian is not going to stop hating on Purdy till he wins a Super Bowl. At what point are you going to admit he's a baller? <laughs> which, I mean, which to me is just hysterical. I'll say this real fast, Jeff, because I think we're on the same page for the most part here. For these Purdy fanboys, you have to realize this. The best case scenario for Dallas is to make Brock Purdy have to do more. Like, the Niners have averaged 150 yards rushing since Purdy took over as the starting quarterback. If the Cowboys can hold the Niners to under 100 yards rushing and Purdy has to do more, that's good for Dallas. What actual baller of a quarterback can you say that about? Like, hey, if we can just make Patrick Mahomes have to do more, that's good for us. No, that's bad for you. You know what I mean? It's good for Dallas if they make Purdy have to do more. Uh, All right. So, look, obviously not a lot of quarterbacks can do what Mahomes did last night, but let's say that um, an ankle is hurt for Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and Dak Prescott, right? The quarterbacks left left standing right now, okay? And Jalen Hurts, let's say, okay? How many of those guys can sort of like make it happen still? I, I would argue probably most of them can still make it happen, right? Yeah. Is Brock Purdy making it happen still no. on a bum ankle? No. No, he's not. It's okay to admit that. It's fine to admit that, right? Part of, of football is the scheme you're playing. We saw last night Chad Henney. Scored a, win a 98-yard touchdown drive. Look Scheme great. is important. Yeah. Coaching is important. That is not to be ignored, okay? But then we also saw the special plays that 15 can make last night. Like There is a delineation between being in the right system, being in the right place, being with the right weapons. The Niners have Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Kittle, Juice, Bren Ayuk. <laughs> like, that's... An, <laughs> Two of and, those guys, and sprinkle in Trent Williams just for yeah, seasoning. There, like yeah. Two of those guys would be like, "Yay, I got!" And then we're not counting Elijah Mitchell, right? Yeah. Like they have all these guys available to them, um, and that allows them to be so multiple on offense. But we haven't seen them play a defense like Dallas at all, right? And the ability for what? I, what I, here's what I'm looking forward to today. Trent Williams is locked down, so move him aside. The rest of the Niners' offensive line, the four guys against the Dallas defensive front, if they can pressure Purdy, what happens to Brock Purdy? We haven't seen that yet this season because guess what? When the Niners are mostly ahead in games, they avoid those situations where Brock Purdy has to be special. They've had one game this year against the, the poultry Raiders defense, right? Was, and Brock played well. It's the Cowboys now. What happens when... It's Micah Parsons, and the next place to Marcus Lawrence, and then it's Micah Parsons again, and now it's a, 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 a and, and now it's Vanderesh on a pressure, and now it's an, a, a defensive tackle. Like to, it's so, what happens in, in those situations? I'm with you, Brian. I think Purdy is good, not great, and the Cowboys can press him today. And if they press him and make it un- uncomfortable, you, you force him into errors. Let me ask you guys. I have a alternative way to bet these type of situations i just logged in i wanted to see what bet mgm had on this and so in this game if you like san fran there's an alternative way to bet instead of laying 250 on the money line or whatever it is 280 on the money line um or even the four points you can bet 
San Fran to win the NFC plus 190 at uh, MGM. So you could bet Don't them plus it. 190. Don't do and it. Then next weekend, you're in a situation where you could, uh, you know, yeah. I don't like scalping or middling, but you're in a situation where you have plus 190 in a game that's not going to be plus 190. So Makes sense, yeah. That Just a different but, way to bet this game rather than laying points or something. Maybe, uh, and I don't like betting bet- into these future mar- markets normally. Just a, just an idea. I just but What if you bet them to win today and then roll that over to next weekend? Would you make Yeah, you could that? do that too. You could so you'd have to bet. Now when people do that, they don't realize this. They have to bet literally, let's get the money line. Let's get the updated money line. Okay, you have to lay 2 to one. I'm sorry guys, 2 to 1 in the game. I was thinking the Buffalo game is 250, 260. So you have to lay 2 to 1 on San Fran today and then you'd actually take the lay money plus the profit to roll over to next week. Um you could do that too, but I think that this may be a little bit of a better way of, of taking the 190 or even plus two to one. Um, it's just a different way to bet the game. Uh, listen, hey. I know everyone has to have a bet on the game. God forbid we don't have a bet on a TV game and they're in the playoffs. Um, but you know me, I like to attack it from different secondary markets and markets that are much more beatable than a side. But it's just an option to uh, to, to get there today. You know, uh, but then again, if 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 Dallas beat, you know, there's yeah. a big guy out here in the media that uh, is down in Houston there. And he bet like two million bucks to win. Uh, I think yeah. he bet. Well, yeah, he bet two, mattress Mac. Did, did you guys yeah. see that? He bet. Yeah. I don't know he, what the he bet does was. That, he, he has. He just does that for fun. I don't think he like has any sort of. <laughs> he's not. That's he's his not play sharp. Money. He's just. Yeah. yeah it's no, he's not money. sharp. He's not. He's not sharp he's just for doing sure. It for fun. He has that um, money. I mean, I wish I had that much money to, to lose. Hit on um, the Astros. Yeah. So this is just play money. Yeah. I. I and like you know, there's fun ways. Like I. Like I. I took a wager that I found on a sports book that I use. The to Giants to lose in the divisional round at plus two hundred. Yep. You so said that. that's right. Like I was like, sweet, I'll take that one. I thought yeah, they'd beat the Vikings. Bet. I'm surprised the odds weren't longer on that. You know, or was that just since the it had to be since the playoffs? Since the playoffs. I, was since thinking, the playoffs. Yeah, I got before when the playoffs started. Yeah. It was Giants to lose in divisional round plus two hundred. Yeah, that was a good bet. That was like that sweet. Was good yeah. Bet. I was like, yeah, I'll take it. Nice. I wonder what those odds would have been before the season began. Oh, I, I, I mean, <laughs> forget it. I, I had to make yeah. a lot of money back on the Giants this postseason. So, I made so it, I, I might have made it back last night because I was so crack, crack and yeah. I had faded them a lot this year. Did not yeah. work for us. I think this is an important point to highlight, though, is what you laid out, Jeff. If Brock Purdy has to be special, this is the disconnect. And this is what a lot of people aren't seeing with Brock Purdy. They're just seeing him beat teams like the Arizona Cardinals and the Raiders and the Seahawks twice who don't play good defense. Like, this is Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo won a bunch of games doing the same stuff. Yeah, And it just drives me crazy that when you are in these moments and it might happen today against Dallas where your quarterback needs to be special Jimmy Garoppolo showed that he can win a lot of games when he didn't need to be special but when he needed to be special he left a lot to be desired him throwing overthrowing Emmanuel Sanders or the final drive last season against the Rams down by three he threw an interception in the final minute like this is Jimmy Garoppolo 2.0 is best case scenario for Brock Purdy that's what he is. He's a poor man's Jimmy G. And if he needs to be special today, or if they survive this week and in the playoffs, I'm betting he's not going to be. As a rookie, and it's never been done before, a rookie getting to the Super Bowl. But they just see, oh, they beat the Raiders. This guy's a baller. Like, no, he's not. You guys are mistaken. He is Fugazi. And he's I got agree. written all over him. <laughs> 
I agree. I, I agree. I, I, I think that, look, it's the moments that's the, you know, the, the, that, that set the quarterbacks apart, right? Like we saw again, I, I hate going back to last night, but you know, we saw, you know, Mahomes, you know, they're, they're, they're down three and, you know, we saw his ability to they're up three, you know, he, and he leads that, that big comeback. I mean, that big drive, at the end of the game ends with him throwing on one foot to MVS for the touchdown to basically seal the right. game. Brock Purdy's not doing that. He's just yeah. not. And, you know, Purdy benefits from having a great defense. You know, look, that, that Seattle game, if if Geno doesn't fumble that ball in the late in that third quarter. Yeah, you get a ball game. Like, like you know, the defense got him in that. So if, if things aren't perfect, to your point, I don't think Purdy's that guy. When things are perfect, he can do it. He can absolutely do it. So we'll see today if things will be uh, will be perfect for Purdy. I don't think they will be, though. That, I think what makes it more difficult. By the way, how about this? Speaking of perfection, Robbie Gold, the Niners perfect, kicker, yeah. he, he has not missed a postseason kick. Extra point, field goal, nothing. What do you think about the kicking matchup? Lots been made about Brett Maher, who <laughs> couldn't make an extra point. He missed four of them. Last week against Tampa. Oh, boy. And the funniest thing was at the end of the game, it was fourth and three. And he starts to run on the field like, field goal, huh? Guys are like, oh, no, yeah. we're going for it. We're good yeah. with you, Brett Maher. What do you think about the kicking matchup there, Crack? Do you think that could Every sports book has here? put up, will he miss an extra point? You know that, right? Every sports book in Vegas has the line, you know, will he miss an extra point this week? So I find that kind of kind of interesting. Um, guys, what I, do I you think? think? I, think I, I think he'll be fine. Okay. Yeah. He's a good yeah. kicker. He's just awful last week. Just awful. By the way, I'm curious what you guys think about this, too. One of the other reasons that I'm actually rooting for the Bengals, if we go to the AFC real fast, I don't want the NFL to fall in love with the idea of championship games at neutral sites. You know what I mean? If it's Bills winning today and it's Bills Chiefs at a neutral site in Atlanta – I just I don't want that. I want home playoff games all the way up to the Super Bowl. I don't want them even thinking about AFC NFC championship games at neutral sites. What do you guys think about that? I hate I'm it. With, I'm with you. I absolutely hate it. But I think the NFL, depending on the attendance of this game, and again, that's another reason we're for the Bengals today. By the way, <laughs> we don't get the neutral site game. Um, and what's kind of fascinating is is Lamar Hunt, the first owner of the Chiefs, yeah, had said that he he thought the the championship games should be neutral site. And it's kind of ironic that his team now is the one who keeps hosting the games and they, and they want to take it away from his team <laughs> who, who who's hosting them every year. Um, I think that this would be a bad idea for the NFL, right? Like you fight all season for that one seed, right? To earn yeah. the right to get to host these games. And I've been to one before. I went to Chiefs Patriots in 2018. Unfortunately, the Chiefs lost, but so cool, man. Like it's why you fight all year for that. And to lose that atmosphere, that environment, that would not be fair for us. It's not. It doesn't make the sport better. No, it doesn't. No. Hey guys, I you know I give you these fast breaks, interruptions here. I see it in front of me. Uh, the whole market's gonna probably follow these. The two big sports books that make the lines have just moved from forty-seven down to forty-six and a half on Dallas San Fran. Oof. And as, as I said, one, two, three, three more are now moving uh, to the under there. So, um, what do you think, Crack? Is that well, is that what, uh, tied to yesterday? I think, it, you I think? think Jeff Schwartz is giving that out. The, I moved the line. He moved yeah. it. <laughs> it's tied to Schwartz more than yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Like no, what were you saying, Brian? What do I think? I was saying, do you think that's tied to yesterday? The unders hitting yesterday. 
You know, uh, this 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 uh, divisional playoffs are, are a little bit tighter than yeah, than last week. Of course, during the wild card round week, um, I think the numbers are about right. You know, uh, even though I come out here, let me just see if they've moved the first half yet. Even though I come out here with the you know, the twenty threes are still pretty solid. Um, kind of think maybe the first half I'll get some points here. I, uh, I I'm not surprised by it at all. I I, I think that. Uh, uh, I, I am surprised by one thing. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I am surprised by one thing. I thought that the public would be all over the Cincinnati Buffalo over. I just figured, you know, two offensive teams, they're going to come and everyone's going to bet over on this game. And it opened up 49 and a half. Quickly went to, it quickly went to 50 and a half, by the way, yeah. on Sunday night. 50 and a half's everywhere. And now down to 48 and a half. Yeah. I'm actually surprised. I thought the public would be on the over in that game more than the yeah. Dallas-San Fran game. Well, I, I, I think I, I, my guess is people are scared away because the potential for snow. And even though it's not going to be it's supposed to be windy, okay, though, right? It, uh, it's supposed to snow I, an inch or two. But again, guys, yeah. the, the the wind right now is only supposed to be at about ten miles an hour. So it's wind more than snow. And then people just don't know that they they see snow game and immediately go yeah. under, 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 under. And it's it's not always the case. It's the wind, right? And um, so that's why to to me again, like you have to pay attention to the wind, not just the snow. Hey, be sure to follow BetMGM across all socials at BetMGM. Before we go, Craig, you got something to add right there, brother? No, Brian, uh, Brian, Brian, I'm sorry to interrupt you for a second. Jeff's absolutely right. The wind means everything. Snow means nothing. So the wind is, is, is everything in these games, and no, no, uh, no real potential. Ten miles an hour is nothing. Not going to affect it. So, there anyway. you go. Also, this too. Every Thursday, be sure to check out our Countdown to Kickoff presented by BetMGM Original Podcast. Features yours truly. Also, Jared Smith and Bill Krakenberger. We give our takes on all the key lines. Get you set for the weekend in betting. It's playoff time, huh? Sides, totals, props, all kinds of angles that you can take advantage of if betting is your thing. That's every Thursday. Just search Fox Sports Radio wherever you get your podcasts. And even if you're not a better, still check it out. We're talking ball. It's not just betting, even though there's a heavy betting focus. Even if you don't bet a dime, you can still pick up some stuff. So definitely, you're invited as well. All right, coming up next, not only do we have Bill Krakenberger from crackwins.com, we've got yes, Jeff Schwartz, yes, the eight-year yes. NFL veteran. I'm Brian No. Would you guys take the over or the under on a prop bet that only I'm offering? We'll get to that. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Welcome to the biggest tailgate party in the nation. You're locked into Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff. Touchdown! And it's presented by BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz, and sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. Oh, we're under three hours. We're talking two hours, 35 minutes until kickoff. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. And we've got some breaking news. Breaking news from Fox Sports. ESPN has just reported that an MRI today has confirmed the Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes suffered a high right ankle sprain yesterday, but nothing more than that and that he does plan to play in next Sunday's AFC Championship game. 
There you go. There it is. By the way, real fast, guys, there was a lot on, on social media about that tackle being dirty. Guys, okay, it's football. Thank you for bringing this up. <laughs> it's, th- okay, that's we, not intentional. We Come have on. to stop doing this, everybody, okay? Please, please stop doing this, okay? Good point. It is, it is ruining the way we talk about the game, all right? Not every injury is an intentional foul, intentional play by the defense, Okay. If anything, the guy, he got hit in the head, first of all. If you want to argue about that, fine. That wasn't a penalty, in my opinion, anyways. The defender, I think it was Arden Key, right? It was 49. If I'm right, I, I believe it's 49. Who was, who was that? Who fell on his leg? I believe it was 49. I'm not sure if it, it might have been. Sorry, yeah. sorry if I'm wrong. His feet, first of all, he's not looking down at Mahomes' leg anyways when it happens. But his feet land on the Chiefs' offensive player first. And then he falls on the ground because his feet have nowhere to go. He lands on the guy's feet and then slips off his feet and falls down. Like, come on, guys. Why? Any time you take a, a slow motion video of anything, it can look malicious. Right. Right? Like, when, when you do everything in super slow motion, he – and because of the way we call these penalties now, you can't tackle quarterbacks. If you're allowed to tackle the quarterback as usual, he might go for, like, a rib shot. Like, he might go leave with his head and try to knock the guy out. But you can't do that anymore. So, he kind of has to do this awkward tackle thing. It's not I, – I, I, I am – Yeah. You're right, Jeff. It was Arden Key. Arden Key. You're right. Yeah. I, it's, it was a fine tackle. Not yeah. everything is malicious. It's not no, – there's not intent. Look, <laughs> I, I, I know guys on defense – you know, there there have been times, obviously, Bounty Gate, like, yeah. yes. Tony Saragusa. Yeah. There, there are times defensive players um, will go to try to hurt offensive players. Now, yeah. there's there's different levels of this, right? Are they actually trying to hurt players? Like, are they really, is their mindset out to, like, I'm going to injure Jeff Schwartz? Probably not, okay? It's it's overblown. But, but, but if it happens, it happens. God. Like, like is, is the, now does Arden Key go on that play? Like I'm going to hurt Pat Mahomes. No, Absolutely not no. At all. no, no. It's, it's not how that. And I just I hate I hate I hate that we do this. Like why? Not everything is malicious. Not everything is is like is 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 out to hurt somebody. And it's not what happened on this play. Please, we have to stop doing this. It's so nauseating, man. It's not the way the game is played. It's not at all the intent on this play. I just don't like this, man. And if you're going to play that card, you got to have a much better example than that. It's completely misapplied to say that was intentional on that play, the hit on Mahomes. It's just, it's a bad example for that. No doubt. Um, Real fast, I've got a prop bet for you guys. I don't know if this is being uh, offered at BetMGM or around Vegas oh, it will or anything. Be. But it will be. Maybe right it will. Maybe it. Oh, yeah. Ride my oh, coattails, yeah. crack. This is yeah. big info. Okay, now put your uh, thinking caps on here. It okay. might sound a little bit wordy. Will the combined seeds of the Super Bowl teams, whoever ends up in the Super Bowl, are you taking over or under three and a half? Hmm. So put this very simply. If both one seeds make it, it's the combined total is two. If you have anything over a one seed and a two seed making it, it would be over three and a half. So do you think anything more than that? Like, think of the two seeds. Think if the Bills face the Niners. That could be your matchup. That would be a combined total of four. It would be over three and a half. Would you take the over or the under when it comes to that prop? I think the Eagles make it. I'm going to go Chiefs-Eagles, so under, whatever that is. Right under, yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd have, uh, yeah, both, uh, both yeah. top seeds right there. What yeah. do you think, Crack? Who makes yeah, it? I, 
I, I, I like the Eagles too. I hate to say it. I, I like the Eagles too. I think the Eagles get there. So, um, boy, does Casey get there now? Does this kid play? I say this kid. They are all kids. Well, he's going to play. Mahomes. No, does he play, play up yeah. to his? No, does he play no. up to his? No way. Oh, man. Does he get there? Listen, I, no. I, 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 I got to tell you, I, I do think uh, – I'm I'm almost agreeing with Joe Publicer. We're all waiting to pert for Purdy to to uh, to blow up here. So I'm I, and and I'm just thinking Man, that this is the sharp side crack. This yeah. the, Joe Public is all about Purdy Palooza. They think this yeah, guy yeah, is going to be right, straight right, for a gold right, jacket right. anytime. I should yeah. say yeah, yeah. But I'm 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 uh, I'm I'm agreeing with that, and I think that uh, the Eagles are probably the way to go too. So I may have to, boy, I may have to even agree with Jeff verbatim here i may have to go uh as long as he comes out you know and 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 you know he, he he's a tough guy man he wanted to yeah. play he was so mad you see did you see Mahomes throwing things yeah, on the yeah, sideline yeah. yesterday that well was he good. was he got so mad that he wasn't well, in there and uh well, obviously it wasn't his choice there at that point they wanted to there's only five minutes left let's get him to the locker room and uh yeah so yeah I, so i i, I kind of think, I think I, it, you could be it, right it's yeah. less about in that moment in my mind. It's less about him not being on the field, and more about he kind of knew. I think that if he went back in the back, he might not play the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if he kept, if he stayed in the game, he stays in the game. But so you got to go get like triple taped yeah. up or something, right? The second, well, no, I think he was worried about X ray. <laughs> right. And okay. It showed okay. any break at all, he was done. Right. Right. And right. Okay. In, that, in that situation, you know, and then also too, like. You saw him, he never stopped moving. And the reason he never stopped moving was because he didn't want that, you know, that the ankle to swell up at all. And the, when you go in the back to get an x-ray, you stop moving, even if just for a minute to stop moving. And I think that he was worried all those things would end up causing him more discomfort than, than he had previously kind of wanted to. And yeah. I totally get those feelings that he had. And in that, in that moment, that's what it was. It wasn't that he was worried about coming out of the game. I'm sure he, you know, he, it was that he, he coming out meant he might not go back in. Okay. Hey, by the way, gotcha. with this prop bet that hopefully BetMGM will be uh, picking up here anytime now, uh, over or under three and a half combined seeds of the Super Bowl teams, uh, Eagles, Bengals could get you there. It'd be a yep. one versus a three. Yep. You'd be over three and a half. You know what? The crazy thing is the lowest seeds remaining. I wouldn't be stunned at all if it was Bengals. Uh, have a three and a five. That wouldn't. I mean, the Cowboys are alive to make it out of the end. People are giving them a legitimate shot. They are alive, not just to win today, but to make it out of the <laughs> NFC. Facing a divisional rival next week. I absolutely think they've got a shot. Oh, they, they have a Anything shot. Anything can happen today. Um, yeah, <laughs> they absolutely they, they absolutely Both have a dogs. shot. I think um, anything. Yeah, yeah they, they absolutely have a shot, and so, um, but I, I think today is a good is a good reminder. Now, obviously, we had the games played yesterday, right? Um, but that look who's left some real good quarterbacks, really good talented teams. Like Except the most Purdy. talented teams and quarterbacks are there, right? Well, yeah, but the Niners are, are supremely talented <laughs> everywhere, right? Like quarterback and talent matters. <laughs> And Giants are a great story. Vikings, like those teams, like ta talent quarterback really matters, guys. And those are the teams that are left right now. No doubt. Hey, we'll get to some, uh, some mind-bending questions here in a second. First, though, Isaac Lowenkron with mind-bending information and pizzazz as well. Some comedy mixed in there. What's going on, Ilo? Ah, yes, the triple threat, if you will. The information comes 
out of Kansas City, where ESPN reports that an MRI today has indeed confirmed Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes suffered a high right ankle sprain yesterday. However, nothing more than that and that he does plan to play in next Sunday's AFC Championship game. Two and a half hours from now in Buffalo, it'll be the Bills hosting the Cincinnati Bengals. If Buffalo wins, they will take on the Chiefs in a neutral site AFC Championship game in Atlanta. If the Bengals win, then Kansas City will face them in the AFC Championship game at Arrowhead. Then at 6.30 Eastern, it'll be the Dallas Cowboys invading the San Francisco 49ers. The winner advancing to the NFC Championship game at Philadelphia. The Eagles earned the right to host it with a 38-7 victory over the New York Giants on Saturday night, advancing to the NFC Championship game for the first time in five years. The Eagles scoring touchdowns on four of their five first-half possessions. Quarterback Jalen Hurts, two touchdown passes, also ran for a touchdown, earning the praise of Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni. Hopefully that's the biggest respect I can pay to him, comparing to his ability to be in on the field to a Michael Jordan type. Like, this guy leads. He brings this calmness to the to the entire team. He plays great football. Um, he's tough as, 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 as they come. And I took that personally. Meanwhile, at Highmark Stadium, this from Joe Daneman of Fox 19, a TV sports reporter. As Joe Burrow walked onto the field, a Buffalo police officer, as the Bengals are going through early pregame warm-ups, said to Daneman, and I quote about Burrow, Gotta love that guy. He's cocky as bleep, but he backs it up. Unquote. Mutual respect coming even from the Buffalo Police Department. Back to you. What a quote. Love that. Hey, be sure to check out the new look and features in the BetMGM app. It's fast and easy access to the sports you love. Whether it's live betting, the daily Lions boost, or the cash out feature, new users can use the code COUNTDOWN for a special offer. It is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Let's dive into this. Not live yet, live betting. Ready, go. All right, fellas, so we're looking for in-game betting opportunities. Should this scenario play out, we're looking to pounce. What's in your crystal ball today, Crack? What do you think we might be able to take advantage of? Well, listen, I like Cincinnati to come out and, uh, and, and take, a, take a lead here first, as, as we know. So I think uh, if you guys are all... On Buffalo today, that'll be the chance for you to, to bet Buffalo under three points if Cincinnati comes out and takes the lead here. So um, I'm not saying I'm going to do that, by the way, but I'm saying that's going to be your chance to bet uh, will be when Cincinnati comes out and hopefully scores first. So there you go. I, I kind of go the opposite side on this where you not like against crack, but like, you know, Buffalo gets out and scores a touchdown first. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Take the Bengals with more points. Sure. I thought you were saying, like, yeah, plus, what crack said, sure, just sure, do the sure. opposite. I th- yeah. No, 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 no. Like, no, if, no if Buffalo no. scores I, I first, take the Bengals plus seven, eight, nine, whatever it's going to be at. That's what I would do. Uh, yeah. The Niners Cowboys oh, game. Oh, yeah, it's kind of over seven. I don't know how you live bet that one, honestly. Like, I don't. That one to me, I mean, maybe if the Cowboys, you get more than a touchdown, you go yeah. that direction, I guess. Yep. Yeah, but fade Purdy. That's how I would – that's about it, the fade Purdy train. Yeah. Got, okay, uh, Crack, uh, do you do you live bet – as I can't do this, I don't live in a state that has wagering in my offshores, I can't really – do you live bet wagers, uh, props, I mean? Do you live bet props or halftime props, oh, too? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't. They, they put up props at halftime, 
uh, a lot. A, a different prop marker for halftime. No, I, I absolutely don't. There's not enough window of time to, to do that. I, I don't even really live bet a lot because the juice is so much more than a pre-flop bet. I really don't do a lot of live betting. Um, but situationally, I may. You know, I do a lot of – the one thing I love to do is scour different lines. So if I take the sharper sportsbook lines and go against maybe the slower-moving lines, I, I may do that uh, with time. But I just haven't gotten to that live betting like everyone else. And live betting is giant overseas, by the way. And it's coming here. Everyone is getting into live betting now. But you just have to know. You're laying 110 both ways on a game. I'm not interested to lay 120 both ways on a live bet. You know, I'm similar to you guys. I'm looking at the Bengals-Bills game. I think whichever team, if they're down by over a touchdown, I'm looking to take the team that's trailing. I think it's going to be a tight game. And uh, I I definitely don't see it being uh, a double-digit game. Uh, I have a hard time seeing it being over a touchdown game. So... If we've got a team that leads by 10 points or something like that, I would definitely take the team trailing if that scenario plays out. Okay, as we strike up the band here, how about this? I was thinking about this. The most important non-quarterback for each team today. If you just put the quarterbacks to the side because we all know the importance of those guys, who would you say is the Bengals' most important non-quarterback? Right, and think of it this way. If this player, insert the blank, plays really well, this team's chances for success are a lot better. Like, who would you say, Crack, is the Bengals' most important well, non-quarterback? Bengals, you have today? to go to, like, the, like Chase or something. I mean, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, with the, with, with the Bengals. I mean, listen, boy, you watched that game yesterday, and, and, and literally, when you watch KC and, and you watch Kelsey, you, you watch this guy, and he's like – you just watch these different guys. The, the tight ends just seem like this year. Are they just dominant? Are they getting the press? Do they look big, macho guys? Are they, they? They just look so much bigger than wide receivers, which they are. But these uh, these guys just look. These tight ends just look like they're so important and so dominant in a lot of these situations. And I, I think that you know, in the in the Cincinnati for, for Cincinnati too, though, thinking about that uh, across the board here, you go literally Kittle. I can go almost every team's tight end today, really, and I know. I'm talking about Chase, the receiver, but uh, I, it would have to be one of those type of guys. Yeah, I would. For, go ahead, uh, Jeff. What do you think, man? Um, so, okay, for for like the Bengals, I, it's easy to say like Jackson Carmen, the backup left tackle. Yeah. Um, to me, I think a guy like Trey Hendrickson, like if he can get home on Josh Allen a bunch today, that'd be very helpful for them. Like like forcing a strip sack, right? Like finding a way to to get home and and force a, a strip sack. To me, like that's a huge plus for them. Um, for for Buffalo, you know, their linebackers like like a Matt Milano because the Bengals have done a really good job of using their running backs the last back half of the season. When, when, when Jamar Chase got hurt, it became. A, a more efficient offense where they use the backs a lot out of the backfield. And if Joe, if, if they do that again today, quick pass game, Matt Milano is going to have to be good for Buffalo to slow them down. It's, it's a good spot to look. Um, for the, the, the later game, um, I think, of, of I think it's the sack right? artists, man. I think it's Micah Parsons and Nick Bosa. You could make an argument, Jeff, for Tyler Smith. He's going to be really important for the Dallas offensive line today. Yeah. 
I, I think so, too. Um, you guys are smart to go linemen. You know what? You guys are smart to go. I, you know what? It really is. It's. I'm looking at the marquee guys. That's what we immediately want to go to. But, boy, how important are linemen to these games and even these defensive okay, guys right? like Jeff said there. But you you guys are so right. It. These guys that get to, get to the, get to the quarterback, hey, you guys are – Oh, I just hate seeing it. It was funny. I was I was um, having a friendly discussion with a Bengals fan um, uh, uh, about their offensive line. He's like, "Man, I would I would love to have a Lane Johnson or Trent Williams." I'm like, well, you could have drafted Panay Sewell. <laughs> he could have. He was there. He could have drafted him. Drafted Jamar Chase Jamar instead. Chase, yeah. He could have yeah. done it. Um, but you know, it's yeah, like guys are important, right? I mean, Lane Johnson last night played with that with that torn uh, adductor, the um, exactly. the sport yep. hernia injury, and played well. I mean. Having a guy yeah. where you say, "Okay, I'm not worried about you anymore." I can. You know what's like, crazy? You know, yeah, Jeff. It, I thought of you because at the beginning of the game, he was wincing and he was grabbing oh, he, yeah, toward he, he, like his yeah. groin abdominal he, area. He, and I'm like, "Oh, baby, that's not good." He just seemed to get stronger and stronger as the game went along. Maybe he got his vitamin T. I don't know. No, he, well, so that's an injury. I, I've had that injury before. Not the adductor. I had the abdominal part of it before, and um, it's just a pain management injury. And I think once Lane figured out kind of how to move in the game, I think he was okay. And once he kind of got the juice flowing a little bit, it's just a pain management. He can't yeah. – nothing worse can happen. It's just, it just pain management. And I think once he figured that out, um, he was able to, to, to do a lot better. So, yeah, he, he's, he got it out, man. But, you know, the important part – so, like, you know, for the Niners, for Trent Williams. So when you have a Trent Williams – then you say, okay, you're done. We don't have to worry about you. Okay, I can go help Mike McGlinchey the right tackle. I can figure out how to help the rest of my guys. That's the importance of having one guy like that. So if, you have, if you're the Bengals and you had someone like that on your tackle spot, okay, I have Jonah Williams at left tackle who struggled this season, but let's say he's good enough. Okay, I can go help the right tackle now. Yeah. That's the importance of having one, even just one of those guys on your offensive line. No, no doubt. It's a good point. Hey, we're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. All right, we've got Jeff Schwartz, eight-year NFL veteran. Bill Krakenberger, sports handicapper from CrackWins.com. I'm Brian No. It's our favorite part of the show. Coming up next, we got our plays. Right? All the information, all the data. It's time to try to make some cash or just make a correct prediction. Right? That's along the way. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. Great cash, homie. Kickoffs are coming soon, and we're leading you up to them. This is Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks. Once again, here's Brian No, eight-year NFL veteran Jeff Schwartz. Are you kidding me? And sports handicapper from CrackWins.com, Bill Crack Crackenberger. Ah, uh, yes, just three, no, two hours and ten minutes until kickoff. It's Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM. New users, download the BetMGM app today and use code COUNTDOWN for a special offer. That's code COUNTDOWN in the BetMGM app. Flowers for everybody here. Ryan Bershinger, our trusted producer. Iowa Sam, technical producer. Also, Isaac Lowenkron on the updates. Tremendous job. Top of the hour, Fox Sports Red Zone Radio with Steve Hartman and Rich Ornberger. Make sure you check that out. They'll get you set 
for the AFC game and have reaction during the AFC game once it kicks off in a little more than two hours. Okay, time for some picks. Let's dive in. Rapid Fire. All right, Crack, we'll start with you, man. What's one of your top plays today? Let's go with a prop here, Eli Mitchell. This is some one of them, one of these I haven't talked about yet. Uh, Eli Mitchell under 28 and a half rushing yards. You know, uh, not playing as much as McCaffrey, and uh, McCaffrey's you know like uh, 90% of the, of the snaps in the first half, high leverage. We have some uh, a situation here where I think that unders are going to be really prevalent today. So let's just give out that one. This should win really as long as the game stays close, which I, I think it actually may stay closer than some people think. I, I like Eli Mitchell under rushing yards. Um, I, I love it. I love how Crack saves these like to the end of the day. Like I, like I have my account open all day waiting for Crack to give me wagers to <laughs> pump, punch him in. I have a ton. I, I close the account. I well, about, all right, 27 and a half done. <laughs> Elijah Mitchell <laughs> under 27 and a half rushing yards. Um, I like my, my Zeke Elliott one. Um, yeah. It's at 33 and a half now. It wasn't 35 and a half. I feel good about that one. Uh, I just think that um, he's just not going to rush for all yards. His skill set doesn't match up well with the Niners' skill set in this game. So uh, I'll take that one as well. I feel, I feel pretty good about that one. I hear you. I'm going to double down. Uh, like last week, Brady's passing attempts were staring you right in the face. Burrow isn't going to throw it 66 times like Brady did last week, but I think he throws it at least 40. And he's got to throw it uh, short, quick, often, I think, against this Bills defense. Minus his three starting offensive linemen. So I think over 39 and a half in terms of Burrow's passing attempts. I think it gets there, man. We'll see what happens here. But I, think I just a saw play. a wager. I just saw a wager on. It's not a bet MGM, but that Brock Purdy is, is a favorite to have more passing touchdowns than Dak Prescott in this game. Mm. That's a, that's mm. ins- that, that seems mm. crazy to me, right? Oof. Like like out of principle, I might just bet Dak Prescott. I don't even think I don't even like the wager, but that just seems like what are we doing? Yeah, it's yeah. well, it's more so on the Cowboys' pass defense. Like some of these, Debo Samuel's touchdown last week was a complete joke. The seventy-four yarder, no Seahawk was even close to Debo. You know what I mean? So like, guard these guys, and Purdy is not going to be the winning side. Like, just don't leave guys wide open, Cowboys. Please do that. All right, we've got this. Let's dive in. This is the best play of the day. It's a touchdown! Give it to me. All right, Crack, we're all ears. What do you think, man? Listen, I, I like it. It's been getting us the money all year. This week, we could take money. Cincinnati to score first. I got plus 120. You can still get plus 110, 105. Plus money. I think Cincinnati scores first. I like that. Also, I like all the quarterback under touchdown passes today. Under, 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 under one and a half. Under all the touchdown passes. But I do like Cincinnati to score first. There we go. There you go. Hey, everybody, enjoy. The divisional round, two marquee matchups. Hopefully they live up to the hype. We'll see you.